0: Folks, are you tired of people making fun of you? Is your name McKingsley Cack, and the community is joking on you because you jumped over a thick engram nine times during a raid race? Or are you just feeling unloved by the fashion community because you wear too much plaid with striped boxers? Or, even worse, do you not smell what Sunboat is cooking? We don't even know if he's cooking. We just thought we'd mention his name to see if he's paying attention. Probably not. Or perhaps the writer of this ad is just a huge dunderhead who can't write cohesive thoughts into sentences. Despite all of these shenanigans, HeShirtSheShirt.com is still your one-stop shop for amazing shirts to put over your sexy body. Mm. Not that you should cover your sexy body, but science shows that he-shirtshe-shirt shirts amplify sexiness by 50 tournaments over 87 TikTok videos. <clears throat> You can't argue with science. You will be blinded by science. If you do. Okay, that was bad. Stumble on over to he shirt shirtcom and input the code JSGCAST so you can get 10% off your order for their brand new shirt, I quote, movies while forgetting their titles. The subject of said <laughs> quote has no regrets but forgets questions because that happens. you want to know what the hell we're talking about, then go check out Just Some Guardians for your listening pleasure. And please, enjoy this new episode of Just Some Guardians. Meow.
1: Oh, that was an especially classic ad read from Laz there.
2: I am did, so turned on right now. Did
1: he actually count how many TikToks I have on my account in there? That was insane. I'm going to have to check and uh, see I, if he's right there. <coughs> God, Jesus. Don't die.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm st-
1: I've still got that cough. You're good, man. I love you. And you know what else I love the fact that this is episode one hundred and eight of just <laughs> episode one hundred and eight. How many episodes? One hundred and eight, not one hundred and seven, Russell. Not one hundred and nine, one hundred and eight episodes. You know why
0: seven's afraid of nine? Why? Well, why is six afraid of seven? You f- suck, Russell. <laughs> because
1: 789. Hey. <laughs> so does
0: that mean we're on episode 109 if 789?
2: That would be 108's eight, the last, eight, episode. last episode.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. T- I'm t- I'm down to do that. Just that would, just, throw, yeah. out <laughs> just throw out 109 and Just throw out 109 and just never say anything. Long? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll know well, you listen to this episode now. if you don't understand right. the joke. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. Well hey everyone
2: Hold on hold on hold on I, uh, Sorry on. to interrupt the stream.
1: It's fine. Russell I just saw the all dots the time.
2: pretzels the back. Is Dots pretzels now doing like a missing persons things like like the milk carton? Cause I just no. saw a person on the back of <laughs> the This is Dot, apparently. Oh uh, interesting.
0: it's like what is, is so amazing right
2: Do we need to like report this? Is somebody Are you enjoying your
1: salty snack? Also, do you know who this person is and where to find them? If not, dog, the bounty hunter is on the case. Me. No, it's just
2: it's a dog, pic- the bounty hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Someone called dog.
1: He's oh. on the job, man. And he ain't going to stop. Well, we've got a, we got a great docket here for you tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, Ooh. it's, a it's what? me. Of course, Elmer Fudd here host of the night also joined once again. i missed you last, last, last podcast, brother. You. It's the Effervescent Russell. Hello. How are you, stud?
0: <clears throat> I'm doing okay. Yeah, one day at a time. Yeah. But I'm doing pretty good.
1: I'm glad, man. That does my heart great joy to hear that you're doing good.
0: Uh, I am so glad. I love doing your heart good.
1: Thanks. Yeah, I was looking, my son looked me in the eyes earlier. He's like, dad, I'm having a great day. And I was like, I don't care, son. How's <laughs> Russell doing? And he cried and we all laughed. You know, it was a, it was a good bonding family experience, you know, but. He cried.
0: We laughed. Good times
1: were. <laughs> the, the usual way things go when you want to scar your children for life and have them blame things on you later, as I tend to do. That's my mission in life. Well, at least you have a mission. That's true. That's true. Well, folks, it's not just us. We had we had a lot of episodes. It was just me and Russell in a row, right? And we heard the feedback. You thought it was incredible. <laughs> the greatest content you've ever heard in your life, right? I understand that. And to humble ourselves, you know, we've we've been bringing guests on week after week. I've been really enjoying it. It's been a while since we've done interviews, Russ. It's been – it's honestly been an absolute it's pleasure to do that. One week since you looked at me. I don't know the words to that song, but I know that one thing you said.
0: I think something about two weeks since you said, I'm sorry or something.
1: Chickadee China, the Chinese chicken. I know that part.
0: Oh yeah. That's, that's, awesome. uh,
1: that's classic. Yeah. But, uh, was, is... go ahead, Russ, go ahead. <coughs> no,
0: that was it. I, I, I was Thank about you. to apologize for disrupting your flow
1: by interrupting my flow again,
0: by interrupting your flow again. Yeah.
1: yeah. Russ, that's, that's cl- classic you. I must say, Yeah. And- uh, Maybe I didn't miss you last episode. Count your head. (laughs) Well, folks, we are not alone here. We are joined by an incredible human being, an absolutely inspirational, sensational hunk of glorious man flesh. If you're looking at apex arenas and you're like, God, I wish someone did a podcast about this. God, I wish someone would put on events about this. God, I wish I could meet more people to play this wonderful game with. And this is the person you need to get a hold of, and we're going to deep dive into them, and I mean deep into them, and learn all about things here. It's Hurdle
2: 3K. Well, nine inches of you, right?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> minus about eight and a half, yeah.
2: Ah, wow, hey. Give or take. Let me just... Bush it real quick to keep <laughs> yeah, it on yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ah, that's so cold. Guys, how are you doing today?
1: Wonderful, man. I just, I mean, Russell already, you know, set the tone and it was depressing.
2: Hey, but... you cannot beat B&L. That's, that's my opinion. The yeah, Bare Naked Ladies. It doesn't get better as far as 90s pop music goes.
1: It really and does. I was, and
2: that born, was... I was born in 89, but 90s pop, that's what I grew up with. So, yeah. Russ, I appreciate the reference.
0: Oh well, you're, <clears throat> you're welcome. Um, Brett and I do a lot of karaoke. Oh,
1: a ton ah, of karaoke, yes. yeah, nonstop. Oh. Okay.
2: Well, n- well, now I know this is your guys' show, but now I have to ask, what is your go-to karaoke song?
1: Russell, why don't you go ahead and take that one first, brother? I know you've been chomping at the bit for someone to ask that question.
0: Um, let's see. Uh, probably. I feel like it's too cliche to say Piano Man, even though that's, a, I mean, that's classic for a reason. It's cliche, I think, but I like it. It's a I crowd, think I would, pleaser. I think I'd have to go with uh, Carry On My Wayward Son.
1: I like it. Mm-hmm. Great choice. Good. A lot of range you need to have there, Russ. Yes. Uh,
0: uh, that, and if there is one thing that I have, it is
1: range. Absolutely, sir. You, your ability to hit notes is, it's it's an eclectic vision.
0: It's inspiring, some
1: would it, say. I openly weep often at open mic nights when you arrive. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah,
0: I don't know if that's a compliment.
1: You know, it's however you want to take it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as for myself, you know, I really like—I like to show off my ability as a linguist. You know, mm. uh, you know, d- doing shoutcasting, streaming. Uh, podcasting you know spend a lot of time talking I, I really like to show off my ability to s- spew many words in one in one sentence right as many syllables as I can in a single breath um so the champs tequila is my my go to
2: yes the sandlot favorite which you uh, and I have discussed that movie before we yes yes we have <laughs> i'm very angry with you for uh, our-
1: well, both, I have a good reason I have a good reason
2: <laughs> I know I know oh, uh, man. He
1: he's lying it's
2: true I mean it, it, his reason is a is a fallback reason, but I will accept it only because of who he is
1: hey, dude that's. if well anybody sweet. else
2: gave me that reason I would just defriend them instantly and block them from all forms of life
1: Russell, would you want to hear a secret? Wow. I wound up on Hurdle's top three, he would go gay for them list tonight.
0: Oh, he did. I mean, you're my number one, but you know, whatever.
2: Wow. I'm honored. Thank you, Russell. I am Holy so shit. appreciative. <laughs> <laughs> I am your number one. <laughs> wait to wait go a second. Game for. Her, he obviously, her, okay, her, listen. Listen no, here. Please, he looked directly at me when he came my to my show.
1: Take my fake boyfriend from me. Talk about my <laughs> opinions. Who do you think you are?
0: Let's I am. Be, let's be <laughs> honest, Brad. At this point, I'm your real
2: boyfriend.
1: That's That's true. Yeah. Yeah, we we'd have uh, what was it? Uh, if we I played mean, gay chicken, Russ, ooh. we'd be probably living together for about eight years. We've raised four kids. You're not wrong. Before one of us was finally like, maybe I should lose.
0: This game has gone on too long. Good. Well, it's we're married now. Who cares? Yes, yes exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, God. got
0: health benefits. <laughs>
1: I know you're out of practice, Russ, and I kind of want to put you on the spot and make you do the interview.
0: Oh, you do, do you?
1: I desperately do, kind of.
0: Is that just because you know I'm playing Bauheim That's or exactly
1: because I know you're playing a game at the same time <laughs> we're podcasting.
0: Rude. <laughs> uh, I'll, rude. I'll start
1: it off, Russ, then you can dive in with questions as you go, all right? How's that sound?
0: Okay. Yeah, that's, that sounds good. I, I can. <laughs> I mean, I can do it, but I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to What is Arena? Apex Arena.
2: Oh, well, hey, let me tell you, Russ. So Apex Arenas, of course, referring to Apex Legends, is the, I guess you could call it a spin-off game mode. Apex I'd Legends so. known yeah. for its Battle Royale. Um, they dropped Apex Arenas in Season 9. We are now in Season 10, where they dropped ranked arenas. And, um, yeah, basically it's 3v3, round by round. Um, you have to win by two rounds. Um, So I guess a a 3-0 sweep is is one option. Otherwise, you have to win by two. Uh, But yeah, just a a good pivot if you are looking to get away from all of the looting, all of the third partying, all of the just RNG, the random number generator of Battle Royale. Arenas is for you. Um, But if you don't want to be super... Now, I've never been, like, an Overwatch guy, but I know Overwatch is an Apex, or not Apex, uh, arena shooter, but it's very heavily reliant on what your team comp is and what your abilities is. And while Apex arenas can be that way, Mm -hmm. um, ultimately it just comes down to, yeah, your gun skill and your strategy, your movement, positioning, stuff like that. And so what I've gone ahead and done is um, I honestly was getting really board of apex uh potentially even making the switch over to split gate which i don't know if you guys have played yet but it's kind of that halo vibe that arenas vibe i i love split gate but the one thing that prevented me from switching over was apex dropped arenas i went in there with a bunch of my buddies and now we're just super addicted so i started a podcast called apex arenas meeting also known as the aa meeting (laughs) the addicts Um, so we got yeah hi hurdle um so yeah we got some arena holics in there we got a phenomenal community of members um fud actually just helped me with our first ever community tournament in true fud fashion we had a two-hour win race as opposed to a kill race um so i guess if you want to check that out go see FUDS VODs on his Twitch stream. But otherwise, uh yeah. Had a bunch of fun doing that. Um lots of really hype moments, lots of great just gameplay, just constantly in your face action. And yeah, if you're interested, check out the podcast. Otherwise you can always go check me out. Hurdle three K pretty much other everywhere other than Instagram, which is Apex3 is meeting. But yeah. That's that's part of the reason why I'm here is I I asked FUD to help me host a tournament. He's done a lot for me, just individually, and I wanted to return the favor by making sure he got recognition on our first community tournament.
1: Aww. Yeah, and for for anyone listening, uh, as of time of recording, that tournament literally happened right before the podcast. So we... The, the tournament ended, everyone's hyped up, <laughs> we're moving forward, we change our clothes, we get the stream going for Just Some Guardians, and we're recording a podcast. That is the mindset and the mode we're in currently. And, oh my, like, like let's take a moment, if we, let's, we can talk about that here, right? Sure. Um, so that tournament tonight, like you said, a win race, uh, I've mentioned before, you know, run, running my tournaments, it was a kill race, so it was super cool to see that difference and... Um, Being able to cast over arenas, and we mentioned in the pre-show of the tournament how, like, compared to other BRs, Apex is very fast-paced. There's constantly uh, action happening, but you can have matches where you load in to the br right and like 10 people 10 squads are wiped out of the gate you're never going to see them you might have a few minutes where you see nothing and it gets frustrating but in arenas you're just in a confined space it's the 3v3 and it's all down to your squad versus squad action and ew, like we said man it was incredible to watch not some action We i'm surprised to still have a voice with how much we were talking tonight
2: yeah oh like i gotta tell you it it was really interesting, because I shout-casted for one of your tournaments beforehand, um, and it was one of those things where it's y- you, you feel uncomfortable when there's silence, and I feel like that's just the way it is in, in real life in general. People always want to try to fill the void, and when you're casting a battle royale, there's so many moments where there's just nothing happening, and it's like, what in the world do you talk about? And with arenas, I mean, yeah, you and I would try to divert from what was happening on screen, but then we would have to just abandon whatever we were talking about, because all of a sudden a fight would be happening and we would have to commentate on that fight. And it was just constant action. And it was a ton of fun, absolute blast of a two and basically a two and a half hour stream. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Didn't end the way we wanted to because the the one guy got knocked and decided to, like, check out, like, I don't know, messages or something on his desktop. So we didn't actually get to watch the victory occur.
1: Russell, listeners, I have a story. Buckle up here for this, right?
0: Tell me me the story. I'm excited for it.
1: So this glorious thing has occurred, right? Tournament after after tournament after tournament. Somehow. The last game of the night ends up being a win. Everyone goes nuts. Chat is screaming. Us in the booth are going absolutely bonkers. It's so hype. How it happens all the time. Love to see it. We get down to the wire here in the last game of the of the, of the arenas here tonight, right? We're watching this team. They've gone all, it's a possible nine rounds if everything goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, right? So they're in right. literally the last moment of the final round and we're all i've threw my chair to the other side of the room i'm pacing i'm jumping up and down hurdle is his nipples are erect he's weeping his kids are making fun of him um
2: and yeah my wife and kids walked in <laughs> yes. which they weren't supposed to do until after 10:30 <laughs> my time and nope they walked home 10 minutes early so my daughter's on stream as i'm trying to shoutcast this final moment it was it was ridiculous <laughs>
1: So we're watching the team stream, right, Russ? And the guy streaming was dead. And as the end of the match is happening, where spoiler alert, they win. He alt tabs to his desktop and starts messing with stuff. So no, we're on the edge of our seat. Chat's freaking out. We're all like, this is happening. The first arena tournament, like, oh my God. Boom. Totally cucks us. We get nothing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What a nightmare. I'm livid. <laughs> Set you up
0: so he
1: can knock you down. <laughs> so he can knock you
2: down, oh, yeah. yeah, dude. I God. get knocked down, but we did not get up again because that <laughs> was not- the last match of the night. We got knocked down. <laughs> down.
1: We did not get up again.
2: Holy shit, dude!
0: Oh. I feel I feel like you know that person is gonna watch this later and go, oh, no.
1: oh yeah, we, oh, we gave him so much heavy crap into for him. it. And in the Discord and everything, it's, it's, they're not going to escape that. No.
0: (laughs) Is that McKingsley Cack?
1: No, 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 no. Oh, I got to go read this ad. Why are you saying McKingsley? Oh, he did write McKingsley Cack. You're right. He did. It's supposed to be MC Kingsley and he typed it out backwards. (laughs) Mingsley. When you said it, I was like, Mingsley Cack. What is that? I get it now. I get it now. Holy shit. But yeah, hurdle. So, um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I zoned out cause I was still angry earlier. Um, yes. so you, you started the arenas podcast, right? What, yes. if you mentioned, if you already said this, let me know. I'm a terrible interview in this mo- interviewer in this moment. No, you're good. But what caused you to want to make an, a, an arenas? Did you, did you mention that an arenas podcast?
2: I half mentioned it. So, okay. okay, So basically you've been in
1: the, you've been in the different communities for a while. Like everyone, everyone knows you and all the discords, right? You've been, you've been on other podcasts, right? For differ for apex and whatnot. Um, but yeah, starting your own in, in that niche market.
2: Right. So basically, I mean, started playing apex, um, with, uh, all my good buddies, my in real life buddies. Uh, so essentially the way it, I guess I'll just back all the way up. I used to play Call of Duty, you know, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3. Never was a big Black Ops fan. Um, Played it with all of my friends. um, And we would have, like, COD nights where we would even, like, get together and, like, set up our own TVs and stuff. So it was sort of like a Halo Land party, but we still individually played on our own Xbox and our own TV. Uh, But ultimately, as I got older, um, I'm in my 30s now everybody you know got married had kids had a job and they gave just up on their lives yeah, play yeah. anymore and video games has been my i guess outlet since as long as i can remember like i have an actual video of me at three years old beating super mario brothers like the original super mario brothers yes yeah at three years old really um yeah. So, fun fact about that actually is, I my favorite color at the time when I was a little kid was green. And so, what I would actually do is I would plug in both controllers and I would kill Mario, uh, his first you three lives. Play the <laughs> game as Luigi. And yeah, let's so, I, so I beat the game as Luigi. I I am an original Luigi main. Wow. And that's the best part about it. Um. So yeah, I have video proof of this. Um. My uh. Not my godmother, but basically my mom's best friend. It was her birthday, and my dad was trying to record like a VHS tape of me singing happy birthday to her. But of course, I'm three years old and into my video game. So instead, oh, what yeah, he did was matters. just record the entire playthrough. <laughs> um, so yeah, if I ever am able to get a hold of that video and like post online, that would be sick. Um, but yeah, uh, always been a video game guy, and my, my, group of high school friends and I played Call of Duty but then they all grew up and so I be, continued to play Final Fantasy and like Red Dead Redemption Grand Theft Auto, all of those single player games and all of a sudden the Battle Royale genre kind of popped up out of nowhere and the best part about it was is a particular one ended up being free which was Fortnite. Now let me just clarify, I absolutely despise Fortnite, but it was free, and it's really hard to convince your friends to go buy a $60, 70 game oh, in order for us all to play together. So we used Fortnite initially as a sort of social hub where we would play together and we would suck, but it was time for us to just you know, talk about wives, kids, jobs, whatever, while in the midst of playing a video game. And then um, respawn, who I n- knew and loved because of not only Call of Duty but then Titanfall. Um, so for those who don't know, Infinity Ward ended up becoming respawn, who developed Titanfall, one of the greatest games of all time, as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, respawn dropped Apex Lesson, Legend, Legend surprise drop, and I was like, hey guys. I know we all hate Fortnite. Let's shift over to this game. It's new free, free game. Yeah. Yeah, new free game. The mechanics are much better and so on and so forth. And so we switched over to Apex and now like everybody's addicted. Like all of my in real life friends, we all play Apex Legends and it started rough. Like I didn't get a positive KD until like season six. Like, <laughs> like we, yeah, so it was rough. And I'll be honest, like the matchmaking was starting to get really frustrating in Battle Royale. I was constantly being matched against like Pred Diamond level players because of the fact that I'm a level 500, I've invested a lot of hours and stuff into this game, but even though my stats didn't show for it, we were getting matched into really hard lobbies to the point where I wanted to sort of switch to, again, like a split gate or something like that, which is also free. But then arenas dropped so we were like okay well let's try out this arenas mode and it was perfect because it's like yeah like three of us can drop in we are you know one-on-one or three-on-three essentially against an enemy team we can use team communication which is what we are really good at and we had tremendous success in season nine so i was like okay season 10 coming ranked is about to drop there's probably other people like me who really enjoy arenas. So let's make a podcast that discuss the tips, tricks, strategies, so on and so forth about arenas. And essentially my philosophy behind it was, is nobody's talking about arenas. All of the podcasts I listen to, all of the discords I'm in, um, I've made really great friends, but they're all very BR focused. Oh, yeah. So I'm like... Let me corner the market on this because if it becomes a situation where, say, Apex says, hey, instead of having the ALGS, which is uh, Battle Royale focused and they do private servers and stuff like that, if suddenly they switch to Apex and they push that in the esports realm, I'm going to be the first and only arenas podcast on the market and suddenly I'll be flooded with people who are now interested in this particular game mode and so right now yeah it's still not popular i think only about 10 percent of the apex player base plays arenas like on a hardcore level the way that i do Mm -hmm. but right now yeah i'm the only person in that market so if you search apex arenas on any local podcasting I'm the singular active yep. podcast talking about I, arenas.
1: I actually did that I today. I don't talk
2: BR or anything like that. Like, you know, whenever patch notes drops, I, you know, if it's, ooh, Rampart Town Takeover, it's like, yeah, I don't talk about it. That's, yeah, it's whatever. that's not my realm. I'm arenas only, and we will focus on arenas only, and that's, that's what I do. And, I mean, tonight, yeah, FUD. you and I just had a very successful shoutcast, Absolutely, um, where we had a bunch of people watching it was high intensity great gameplay um and that's what arenas is to me so for me arenas not only saved me from having to switch games because i really enjoy apex legends but it's also given my friends an opportunity to better themselves because some of them like uh my buddy is Seth bison he's a real life guy he's he's only gotten a thousand damage once in apex and he's been playing for two years so (laughs) for those of you who play apex like a thousand damage is not crazy hard to get but like he oh yeah not of course first person shooters is not his game but at least in apex arenas he can provide to the team he mains bloodhound so he's like hey here's a scan there's all three people go slay out on him whereas In battle royale, it's like, here's your scan, there's three people go slay out. Oh no, there's a third party, and now a fourth party and a fifth party Party, that's coming to kill us, and we can't defend ourselves. So it's even given my lesser skilled friends an opportunity to feel like they're contributing to the team. And that's what's been such a blessing with arenas is you don't have to be good at shooters to succeed. You just have to be a good teammate.
1: Yeah. That's what I love. It's re- it's really good practice, too, because a lot of people, you know, when you're trying to improve your gun play is they'll just go, all right, just drop hot, right? Drop in the middle yep. of a bunch of other teams, grab the first gun you can. City,
2: all yep. day, every day. All
1: day, every day. Grab the first gun you can and get in a gunfight. And the more you do that, the better you'll be, right? And arenas, like, I... I enjoy it. It's not something I grind out, but I use it a lot to like. That's my warm up area, right? Like, yes. All right, exactly. let's get in here. We're just immediately you're in a fight. You're using all sorts of different guns, whatever you can find. Um, and as you go, you progress to getting, you know, uh, better kitted out weapons and stuff, so you can work your way up. And it's it's I've I've had a lot of friends play arenas that are just suddenly are a lot better at regular BR because it's the best way you can go into the shooting range all you want. It's not the same dropping hot all you want. It's high intensity and it's just a shit show and you're not going to improve very quickly. Arenas is an incredible way to have that. And then, you know, um, like you were mentioning being the only podcast that covers it, you know, there's cause when it first launched, you know, there's a lot of apex podcasts out there. I sat down, mm-hmm. like you mentioned and looked up apex arena podcast, apex podcast in general, and there's a lot of, of apex podcasts out there, oh, which yeah. is awesome. And see. they're all great. Yeah. Oh yeah. I found a new one today that I happened to be clicking around and I was like, oh, I've never heard of these guys. And I clicked on it. Listen, the whole episode laughed my ass off. They have a really great show. I got to look up their name again, but, um, uh, I'll do that by the end of the episode, but they were like, oh, this arena thing dropped. Let's try it out. Well, I enjoyed it. That was fun. And that's about all the coverage it got mostly. Exactly. And if there's a player base for something, there is a desire to devour content about it. And even if it's only 10% of the people that play it, there's a lot of people that play apex. It's a free game.
2: If it's 10%, that's
1: still a shit ton of people that are looking for someone to go, Oh, Hey, this is the thing I like too. And yeah, no, it's super smart, man.
2: My philosophy was, and so I, and I'll give them a shout out here. So the third party podcast, which is currently the number one apex podcast out there. Um, Henry and Shay do a really great job. They have a very professional show. Um, it's
1: too professional. (laughs) Their voices are perfect.
2: They actually reached out to me Oh, really? they did. Yeah. And I actually had like an hour long conversation with them and they were telling me how they, you know, they love the podcast. They, they love what I'm doing and so on and so forth. And their, their biggest advice to me was essentially like, Hey, like, You found a market that nobody else is touching right now. And even though it's only 10% of the player base, if you think about it, Apex has roughly, like according to Twitch, one million concurrent players. So if I'm getting 10% of that, that are playing arenas like dedicated day in, day out, that's all they play. That's a hundred thousand people. And if that's my starting amount? Yeah, oh yeah. I can't ask for anything better because yeah, you're going to drown if you try to accommodate all 1 million concurrent players at once or 10 million players worldwide. Whereas if you refocus and you say, "Hey, I'm going to target these 100,000 dedicated people and if they find me and they follow me and, you know, suddenly this thing becomes bigger than it is currently in the game." yeah, I'm the only one in there, and next thing you know, I might go from, you know, we'll just say 100 listeners per week to suddenly 1,000 listeners per week if all of a sudden Respawn decides, hey, instead of the ALGS, let's do a, like, what I would love to see personally is Respawn to do, like, a March Madness, like, 64-team professional bracket of, like, here's team lulu here's team noco here's team you know sweatband here's team gaming merchant here's team whatever and they all truly battle it out in private servers to see who is the ultimate three stack that would be a bunch of fun for me just as a consumer but then i'm the singular person that would be commentating on that oh yeah because I'm just cuz arenas would just be a footnote on all the all of the other Apex podcasts. Um so I really enjoyed that but then yeah like I said it's it's given me a place to go socialize with my friends. Um I've made new friends because of the AA meeting and because of uh it, just all of the discords in general, but other people have felt the same way as me. And ultimately, yeah, it's just way more fun to play arenas as far as I'm concerned. Now, I'm excited to go back to Battle Royale and see how my skills have improved. Because like you said, FUD, you have the opportunity to either run characters that you don't normally run or run guns you don't run or strategies or whatever the case is. Like even the other day, like I was simply meaning that's all I was doing was I'm like, hey, I'm going to play Wraith in arenas. And if you're playing Wraith, you have to play Wingman. That's it? are you're, you're a sweaty TTV Wraith. <laughs> so I was doing that, and I was slaying out on people. And I'm like, oh my god, could you imagine if this transition in into oh, BR? Yeah. Like, that would be bonkers to have on my stream. And so, yeah, like it was one of those things where I was doing portal captures and things I would never even attempt in BR. Like, if I found a Wingman in BR... Outside of being on drop, I wouldn't run it. Like I prefer guns like the r one and the Flatline and the uh, the Volt. But I was like, I'm a Wraith, I'm a run the wingman. Let's, Let's see what I happens. do it. Yeah. And I dominated with it. And it was so <laughs> much fun just to like mess around. And you can't do that in normal BR because you're a victim of the RNG. And yeah, when the RNG is not there, play the game however you want. Yeah,
1: no, absolutely, brother. And well, and another thing is, you know, we talk about practicing gun skill and all that stuff, but I think the biggest thing that carries over into really any game, if if you want to, you know, if you want to get into arenas and whatnot, is your team's communication, your yes. uh, your ability to talk about what you need to do, plan in the moment, communicate where enemies are, what weapons you want to use, what strats you want to use, is something a lot of people, you know really struggle with and that's a really great place to practice that and that's that carries over into literally any game you play or life in general if you can get your communication skills up where you can think quick on the moment that helps you at your job that helps you in their love life Uh, you know that helps you in literally everything you know (laughs) there's one thing i've learned in my many years of so much intercourse is just (laughs) all 10 times. Oh yeah. I have two kids. It's happened at least at the most twice. Um, you know, as being quick on your feet.
2: Uh huh. To
1: get get away.
2: (laughs) Quick is the key word there.
1: Quick. Yeah. God damn. It's a race and I am competitive.
2: You're (laughs) a sprinter. Now I'm a marathoner.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, and that's the thing, like even in arenas, like I I'm, I'm a movement-based guy. Like I've just, I've always been that way. I like getting up in people's faces. I like pressing the issue. But like even in arenas, some nights I'm like, you know what? Like let's run Watson just to see what the hell happens. And you set up fences and all this sort of stuff, and you lock down an area, and then all of a sudden you have success with it, and you're like, hey, maybe I'm a good Watson. Like yeah. let's transition this into BR and like and yeah, then you're it's not just a good so Watson. Much fun. You're right. <laughs> but but that's the thing is you get to try new things, you get to experiment, and at the same time, especially if you're playing pubs, like yeah, nothing matters. And and that's one of the biggest things that I've taken away from Apex is when I very first started playing it, I was I was very concerned about getting my kills, getting the win, you know. And I and I'm just, I have that competitive drive just in general, but what I've learned. Especially with battle royale, as endorphin-inducing as that win is, you know, whether you're playing PUBG or Fortnite or Call of Duty, <laughs> like a win feels good. You you love that winner winner chicken dinner, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. But you can have as much fun and as much success being the number fifteenth team on the board, like twenty out of fifteen, right, or uh, fifteen out of twenty. You can place fifteenth. But it's like, dude, if I wiped a squad by myself and got two knocks on another guy, but, like, my teammates were down, like, that is a successful match.
1: Oh, yeah. Or you finish that first fight by just punching people.
2: Yeah. You remember that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's it's just part of the fun. And it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, Battle Royale, as much as you want to win, it's like you can have just as fun finishing in the bottom half of the groups, you know, just by practicing your gun skill, doing your punches and memeing on people, doing whatever it is and I arenas has saved apex as far as I'm concerned. I know most people don't feel that way. A lot of people feel like apex um like in the arena realm kind of drop the ball, especially on the rank side because the AP points, like I won't get into the problems with that system, but well that's why you're here goddammit well what I mean is is it's like who cares about your rank like yeah we we all would love to climb the rank we'd love to be diamond master pred level players but ultimately why is it that we play video games it's to have fun it's to squad up with your friends it's competition maybe have a couple of clutch plays yeah and and crap on your opponents I was about to say,
0: yeah, that's why I play, to make everybody else feel bad about themselves. Right, but that's what I
2: mean, is it's like, you don't even necessarily have to win in order for that to happen. Like, I can lose an arenas match 1-3, to but that one round that I won, if I slayed out and I destroyed that team solo with a wingman as a sweaty TTV Wraith, like, (laughs) worth it. Don't care. Oh, yeah. Like, i had my moment that's all i needed and that's part of the fun of video gaming and especially when you celebrate that with your friends um i mean you guys can attest you guys squad up together frequently that if russell makes a really great play you're celebrating with him and even in that one I don't know moment what
1: that's like actually i don't think russell's <laughs> ever made a good play I
0: what well, I refuse to play battle arenas specifically because I suck at them and I'm way too competitive and I would, like I've seen Elmer re- rage out a few times, and I'm like, you know, we don't need
2: two of us. I think we do though. Oh. See, so Russ, here's what I'm gonna do then, because anytime. Anytime someone mentions like I don't play because of this, mm-hmm. then I challenge them. I say, "Play with me, play with me," and I promise you'll have a good time. We could lose every single game. Fud and I, for example, we did his placement matches. What do we go five and five? We
1: like straight down the
2: middle. Yep, right. But and and we even had a streak. I think we won our first five and then lost, and then our last lost five. It was like the last five or something ridiculous like that. And but like lost. We had hard. so much fun. Yeah, like we got slayed on during those last couple of games. But like we had so much fun that even when we lost, we we really didn't care. And that for me is what video gaming is all about. Like, it, it, and really anything that you do, whether it's your your job, sports personal relationships like the the ultimate goal is we want to surround ourselves with positive happy people
1: yeah well absolutely and
2: that's the kind of like i had mentioned to you Fud, before like i loved your episode last week with just glad to be here and the fact that you guys talked about how um even just in your own communities if somebody reaches out to you and it's like hey i need to I, I need to talk about something like you're there for them and you that's what resonated with me the most is the fact that you truly are trying to establish not a community of people who can go out and win tournaments or win you know a a singular game of you know apex arenas or fortnite or whatever the case is destiny final fantasy the fact is is you're there to just hang out and make them feel better about themselves even if the game itself doesn't go bad and for Me, that was like my favorite episode, was actually with you and Isabella. Um, Aww. but just it, it, that was my favorite episode for, that I've ever I listened forgot
1: to. you listened. I, it's, I don't get <laughs> to talk to people that listen very often. This is weird.
2: No, yeah. that, no, I love that episode, but I'm just glad to be here. Probably was my second favorite episode because those are the types of communities and those are the types of people that I latch on to are the people who spread positivity. No matter how gloom the outside world is. So, if you lose an arenas match 03, I don't want to be hanging out with toxic people. I don't want to be hanging out with people that are pissed that we just got our asses kicked. It's like, nope, next game. Here's what we did good. You know, here's whatever. What we can work on. And, it's a
1: new game. And we pl- Clear it. your mind. Let's go.
2: Yeah. And the fact that your community is like that, <laughs> just glad to be yours. Community is like that. That's what the AAM is. Is it's like we we celebrate people's victories no matter how insignificant. If you win from bronze to silver, we will celebrate the holy hell out of you as if you hit a master's.
1: Yes, break. there's hope for
2: me, Russ. I can you, do it. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Russ. Please squad up with me sometime. Like, truthfully, we will have an absolute blast. We'll crush some I, bush lattes.
1: I want to watch that so gosh. bad. Oh, my gosh. Do
0: you?
2: Are you yeah. sure you want to watch Russ, that? That's the only I thing I want in that. life is oh, to watch God. you go, Your wait, PC, what your correct? Correct? Am this? I not
0: I, I, I just got a PC, yeah.
2: Okay, that's what I mean. So, PC lobbies, I got aim assist all day, bro. I'll carry you. Like, we'll be fine. All I have to do is just look in the general direction of people, and I'll destroy them. That's that's the that's the caveat, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'll
0: I'll give it a shot. I am I am very competitive, very competitive, and I will try to keep a good humor on it.
1: We'll do it, you and I. Let's go to the park. Oh, while we're here, look, they have a tic tac toe thing. Let's play. That'd be fun. Where'd Russ oh, hey. go? Oh, he raged quit the park.
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking
1: about. <laughs> That's not a real thing that happened. Yeah, very competitive guy. I would, I would pay money to watch you do that, Russ.
2: We'll stream it. It will be glorious. Do it, Russell. All
1: right.
0: Hell yes, we're set. <laughs> I mean, I'm always willing to try something.
1: Yeah. yeah. And he means that. He is always willing to try something
0: i'll just have to do it on a night where my wife isn't here so i can cuss
1: <laughs> yes that's, i need that <laughs> desperately man yeah Are you got any uh you got any more questions there russ
0: yeah uh, i've got a few Brilliant. Um, so arena so typically with uh like a br you're loading in you don't necessarily have any weapons as you start off you're acquiring those weapons as you go along yes with yeah. <clears throat> With um, the arena, I mean, things are a little bit different, so do you get to pick your loadout of what you're going to start with, or or how does that work, or do you still loot? I mean, how how do you acquire weapons as you go, as opposed to a typical...
2: sure so it's a little bit of a mixed bag basically the way it works is you have a buy system which um i'm trying to remember what game people referenced with Uh, that Um,
1: counter-strike valorant counter-strike
2: thank you yes that was it um so with counter-strike you have a buy system where you can buy certain weapons so obviously the best weapons in the game cost the most money in fact the to what i would call meta weapons star 301 and the l star you can't even buy in round one they're too expensive um okay so essentially what you do is you buy your weapons um and any abilities and ordinances so your grenades and stuff like that um you buy and then yep you you run headlong into the other team you fight each other fight it out um and you have the opportunity to collect money during the round if you desire Some teams don't do that. I personally, I employ what I call the economy strat because I want to overwhelm people with my guns by those those middle rounds. So the max a game can go is nine rounds. Um, So a lot of people think to themselves, oh, the first few rounds are important because I want to get ahead. Whereas for me, money is the biggest factor in the game because (laughs) if I can overwhelm you, then great. So... Basically, yeah, it's you buy whatever loadout you want, assuming you can afford it, and then after you buy it, um, if it's a situation where you're looking to upgrade it, you'll either steal it off of somebody who you killed. Um, So if you're running, say, a shotgun, for example, and then after you kill them, you realize they have an assault rifle and you think, oh yeah, I would rather run this than my shotgun, you can pick that up off their body, steal their ammo. or mid-game it drops a weapon crate which has uh kitted weapons along with the ammo and you can grab those as well so oftentimes what my team and i will do in round one is we'll buy the two cheapest weapons um again conserving that money but then we'll play to loot the weapon crate and so when that drops we pick up the the weapons in that crate Right. Now we have not only the power advantage on the weapon side, but we have the money advantage to then buy right. bigger and better weapons as, as the rounds go on. And so that's like the strategy we employ. Um, mm-hmm. But that's the best part about arenas is you can experiment and try out different strategies of, yep, let's buy big all the time or, yep, let's save money or let's do a little bit of both. Uh, you can play aggressive. You can play defensive. It's It's the ultimate like Fud said communication based mode because yeah. your entire team has to be on the same page if one of your guys is spending all of his money getting the best weapon sure. and the other two aren't you're oftentimes at a disadvantage so you all have to be on the same page at every single given round and say like okay how do we want to play this do you want to spend? Do you right. not want to spend? Do you want to be aggressive? Do you not want to be aggressive? And you truly communicate as a team in order to win that round, which then right. leads to you winning the game.
0: Yeah. So there's a strategy even before the guns come out. Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> well, know, and my favorite... What are we going to run? What, 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 what are we going to, you know, and, and I'm assuming based on your composition too, you're like, you know, this is, you know, with the composition, this is probably how aggressive we can be. Right. <laughs> so do you get the so you go around. So so you said it's up to 9, so it's best of
2: 6. It's a, well, it's essentially a best of 3 is how it plays, okay. but the more that you tie, you know, if you win one, the enemy team oh, will oh, one, sure, sure, you sure, sure. win one, like the ultimate goal is to win by two. Is, is how it works. Now, if you win okay. the first two rounds, that doesn't count. You have to win that third round. But usually if you're up 2-0, yeah, you have a distinct advantage over the other team. Um, but for for me, the, the biggest thing is, yeah, just that team communication, that team comprehensive. And I think FUD was starting to interrupt, and I think what he was going to start to say is if you're familiar with Apex, Lifeline, for example, she has like a free res... And so if you knock somebody, not full kill, but just simply knock them to the point where they're crawling on the ground, if you know the enemy team has a lifeline that can get sure. that free res off, that will change your strategy as opposed to when a team doesn't have a lifeline because right. you you feel like you have to be much more aggressive because otherwise she'll get that res off and then now you're back to a 3v3 whereas in any other situation it'd be a three on two um and so that's part of the strategy as well Is it's truly a game of chess of here's our team versus their team here's our guns versus their guns and then you truly adjust on the fly so if the enemy right. is running long-range weapons you can either say okay we'll fight fire with fire and we'll run long range as well and we'll just poke at each other and see who's better or you might say hey they're running long-range weapons. Let's all buy shotguns and SMGs. We'll just hide behind cover until the ring pushes us into a close-range battle, and then we have the advantage because we waited them out. And it's it's that sort of dynamic that I truly enjoy in the arenas realm that you can't get in BR because in BR you never know what the enemy team has until they're shooting at you. Right. Um, whereas in arenas you can truthfully adjust on the fly round by round based on what they're doing. Sure. Yeah.
1: And my my favorite part honestly is the fact that like you're not just buying, you know, shield cells, batteries, grenades, weapons. Like the fact that abilities and ultimate abilities are stuff you have to spend the economy on as well adds so much to it. And even like yeah. you're saying, you know, when you're looking at the enemy comp, you know, you look like, say, there's a Revenant. You know, at certain point, they're probably going to spend to have that totem this match. And you're planning around if they're going to have the ultimate. Who's going to use this at what time? Should we spend for our ultimate? Should we save it? Should we get more abilities? Should we get more shields? And it's just, like you said, it's a game of chess, man. There's so many levels of it. It's not just buy weapon, move forward. It's, do I want grenades? Do I want batteries? Do I want abilities? Do I want this gun? Do I want this gun? What are you going to do? It's, it's so many pieces of that puzzle. And it's, 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 um, what's what I'm looking for. Um, drinking heavily tonight. Um, it's addicting. Honestly, once you get into like, at first you're like, Oh God, this is so insane. There's just gunfights all the time. Um, but once you get into the actual chess aspect of it and you're really planning out in the, you know, that what do you get 30 seconds beforehand, you know, who's using what, right. and when, and when, and what are they going to do? And how do we counter if they use this? Do I spend this to counter that? But what if they don't spend it this time Then I can't get it next time? It's a constant back and forth. I love it.
2: Hey, I will always say the best part about arenas is a good team will always be a like good, like player. So, you can have, if you want to use basketball terms, the other team can have LeBron. Like, he can be a bread level <laughs> player, but right. he can only carry his team so far because if you have a team that truthfully plays off of each other, communicates well, rotates well, team fires, all that sort of stuff, you will beat that guy, ten. I mean, I would say 10 out of 10 times because of the fact that, yeah, three guns are always going to be better than one. So you might be the best player in the world but if your two teammates are trash and if you're not communicating with them and you're not working as a unit the team of mediocre players who are communicating and working well together they'll beat you every single time um and that's part of my favorite part about arenas too is yeah i can have people like assess bison who i mentioned earlier who yep he is not a damage guy. He is not a kill guy. But he provides to the team. And everything he does in the midst of a match is just as crucial as us hitting our shots and getting those knockdowns and ultimately getting the the round wins. Um right. and so yeah, you can be brand new to Apex. I mean, the heck you mentioned her earlier, uh, just glad to be here. She was my mm-hmm. MVP tonight. She's brand new to arenas, but when I watched her, she ended up clutching a ninth round victory, and most of that was because she had communication with her team, and that spoke to me as the caster. That's what I look for in a teammate. I don't look for the people who, like Blind Mirage TTV, he was hitting all of his flatline shots, and it was great to watch.
1: just don't miss.
2: Yeah, he doesn't miss, but... You can hit all your shots and still lose the round whereas just glad to be here she communicated with her team in a way that gave them the victory even if she didn't perform up to the same level as other slayers and that was the best part for me
1: yeah oh absolutely man what else you got there russ i think that's it oh okay Uh, Well, I had a question for you. Moving into the next thing here (laughs) to 3K. Um, So you'd mentioned a a couple times, you know, about, you know, playing with Rust and streaming or on your own stream and whatnot. So obviously you stream content as well here on Twitch, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So what got you into doing that? Was it, um, was it like, oh, we're here, let's just record stuff. And then it turned into something more. Or was it always like, I really want this to be a thing.
2: Sure. Um, Actually, what started it, and I don't remember who actually suggested it, but it might have... I I feel like it was the Outplayed podcast, which I know is an old group of followers of you. Without an E. Um, Yeah. But they, they were talking about how the only way to get better is to watch the game film. So no different than when you're in sports. If you watch what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong and learning from those situations, you can make yourself better as a gamer. And so just like any other gamer obviously when you do something amazing you clip that and for me I play Xbox there's a you know there's a sequence of buttons where it's like hey you can clip the last 30 seconds up to the last 5 minutes and it's like oh I want to clip that I want to see I want to replay that moment because it was super awesome and no one's ever going to clip when they messed up no one's ever gonna clip oh, no. when they made a mistake, you know. Like it's just not in our nature because you don't want to relive that moment. And so for me, ha- having hearing that piece of advice of you need to go back and not only watch what you did well, but watch the moments where you failed and try to learn from it. So my streaming, I actually started out on Mixer because at the time Xbox was integrated with Mixer, oh, so the right. second I hit the you broadcast did. button. Um, Yeah, the second you hit the broadcast button it it just pulled up Mixer and it broadcasted for you on there Um, Mixer as we all know is now defunct and so I had to figure out how to make it work on Twitch with my Xbox and thankfully I did but that's where my streaming started was I I had some success with Apex but not enough to feel satisfied from it and Mm -hmm. so I was like okay I need it I need to go back and see where I'm losing, who I'm losing to, what weapons I'm losing to. And it was really the first time in my gaming life that I started to recognize meta. Um, So at the time, I was running Wraith, who, who has always been kind of meta, but I was constantly losing to Pathfinders. And the reason why is because they had the ability to grapple fly behind me and <clears throat> get the shot on my back. And that's what was killing me. And then, so the more I watched it, the more I'm like, man, I'm, I'm dying to Pathfinder a lot. I'm dying to this particular weapon a lot. Maybe I should try this out. And then, yeah, I switched from Wraith to Pathfinder had tremendous success. Um, once I started running him, particularly with the weapons sour meta and even talking about tonight, which we really didn't see a whole lot of FUD, but like the L-Star right now in Apex, uh, particularly in arenas, the L-Star is the most broken gun in the game. Oh, so absolutely. right yeah. now, in this moment, I run the L-Star because I've learned it's not helpful to resist the meta. Feel dirty when you play it, but you win more when you do, and so it's kind of one of those things where it's there's like there's a reason it's you know, meta. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing is if if you run the L Star, you're gonna win games. Like that's that's just the point. And so, yep, until they nerf the L Star into the ground and a new weapon rises to the front of the pack, I'm gonna run the L Star. And people can call me a a cheat or a noob or a scrub or whatever, but Ultimately, I'm winning my games and you're not, and yeah. so that's <laughs> that's kind of the thing. Exactly. And so uh, yeah, for me, that's that's what streaming kind of led into is reviewing my own game film and trying to better myself, and then as a, to get people watching me stream, then it, my my theater background kind of took over and it's like, okay, now I need to try to be entertaining along Mm -hmm. with trying to provide the, the, the skill content because I'm not, I'm not a level level killer. I'm not a, you know, somebody who's going to drop 10 kills and 4,000 damage in the game. Like that's just not me. So my, my sort of balancing act for my lack of skill is I'm going to entertain you while I'm on stream. I'm gonna celebrate the super hype moments, whether it's for me or my teammates. I'm going to not overreact to losses, but you know, maybe I'll drop a couple of extra f bombs just for the <laughs> entertainment. <attendance, laughs> you
1: know? Sprinkle and, those in, yeah, you know,
2: right, yeah. And so um, it it really just I've I've always been somebody who plays to the camera, and I. I have now found a niche in doing is people want me and particularly on days or nights where like the wife and kids are out of town. Obviously tonight was not one of those nights since they interrupted (laughs) the stream. But if it's a situation where I know they're going to be out of town, like I will purposely just get blitzed out of my mind. Not for the sake of like, oh, I'm like an alcoholic and that's what I do, and my wife and kids are around. It's like no. I mean, there's that too, but you know, I I want to provide that entertainment for my, you know, the people who are absorbing my content because it's like, yeah, you're not gonna get it on a skill level situation. You're gonna get it from me going crazy because I kill somebody with a wingman or i you know i win a game or if i lose a game it's like yeah i i rage in a dr disrespect kind of raging way and (laughs) it's it's just it's fun and it's entertaining and i really also like just engaging with my audience so if anybody ever watches my streams i'm very involved with my chat i have um I'm not sure what they call it, but like on the Twitch points that you can spend to like make people do stuff,
1: Oh, the channel I points, have
2: yeah. things that, yeah, I have very low levels of stuff because it's just like, Hey, if you're watching my stream, I want you to feel involved and I want you to submit as many things as you can. So whether it's me shotgunning a beer or, you know, giving you a high five with the webcam or whatever it is, like, I want you to feel like you are part of the show. And that's been really successful to me. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not anywhere close to where I would love to be on the stream side, but I feel like the people who do watch me consistently know what to expect. Yeah. Um, which is not high level gameplay, but you're gonna feel like you're a part of w- the gaming session that I'm having with my friends if you're not immediately playing with me, and that's part of what Fud said earlier about like I. Uh, and I can't remember if it was here or on the shoutcast, but like I truthfully will play with anybody. Mm-hmm. Absolutely anybody. Good, bad, new veteran doesn't matter. I want to squad up with you and I want to get to know you on a personal level and have a relationship with you because for me, that's what streaming is about is establishing relationships with people from wherever because you never know also what people are going
1: through oh yeah absolutely If someone
2: stumbles across my stream and maybe they're going through a tough time like i mean i personally am going through tough times right now i like i won't get into it but for me that's my outlet is if i can make someone else feel better about their crappy situation that makes me feel better about my crappy situation
1: oh absolutely yeah
2: and that's that's how I want to portray everything that I do on stream. Um, so even in the moments where times are tough and we lose zero to three in arenas match, you know, it's like, Hey, next game will be fine. Chat. What's up? Send me the good vibes. Everything's good. I love you guys. We're going to win this next one. This one's for you. Elmer Fudd. This one's for you, Russ. We're going to go in and we're going to win this. Let's next get game. it.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: That's what we do. Yeah.
1: Well, it's just like, you know, something you mentioned earlier when it was um, it, all the way back to Fortnite, you know, when you're able to reconnect with your friends and just have that time to chat and just talk about life and get to know each other. It's a nice way. That's my favorite part of streaming is like you get to do that without having to have a hundred people in your Xbox party or in Discord yes. or whatever, you know, like you have your group you're playing with and having that, you know, those experiences, talking your way through things, but you also get have people that are just, you know, text chatting, the same thing, and and making friendships and getting to know people, and it's the same thing on both ends. It's, yeah. Oh, God, it's good, dude.
2: And that's the crazy thing. It's like, so I, I reference Rock all the time. Um, I'd never call him Rock, especially on stream, but like that's part of his gamer tag. Uh, most of my Discord knows who Rock is, even though he's not in the Discord. He's not a streamer. He's not a content creator of any sort but he's the person i run apex arenas with the most. So whenever i mention rock for anything or whenever he's on the stream in the game chat, like people are like, "Hey Rock, what's up?" and I'll like tell him like, "Oh, hey, this person said what's up to you in my chat." It, and it's one of those things where it's like people have no idea who this guy is. He's the oh, godfather yeah. of of one of my children, but like he has his own cult following. Even though he is not a content creator in the slightest. And part of it is because like, yeah, like when he hops on or my buddy magic, he's, he's a guy who we, we always say we co-parent our kids because they live two blocks away from our house. Whenever magic is in my stream, he's always like, Hey, what, what up? H3K stream magic in the chat here. Hope y'all are having a good night. And it's just like, like, dude, you don't know. You don't even know who's watching right now. Oh yeah, but people know who magic is and they they love him with the with the energy and the positive vibes that he brings and I I can't thank my friends enough for supporting me but then also yeah, being themselves on stream like they're not anything you see when you watch me stream like that's real life me. Oh yeah. Um some of it gets a little bit like overplayed or overhyped like in certain moments, but Otherwise, like who you see on camera, that's me in real life. And so when my friends and I are vibing, that'd be no different than if Fudd or Russell, if the three of us were in a party, I would be doing the same exact thing that I'd be doing with Rock, Bison, Magic, Infamous, Drake, any of those guys. It's just a lot of fun.
1: Oh, yeah, man. I love it, dude. Yeah. Oh, great stuff. Well, enough about you, Russell. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, tell me about Russell. Russ, <laughs> uh, what's uh, what's I,
1: going I, on I, with you lately on? Uh, like I want I want to get you in here. I know um, you've got you've got some a bit a game you've been playing a ton of lately. What do you yes. got going on over there, Russ, that you're um, playing currently while we're recording a podcast?
0: I <laughs> at least I'm not like clacking clacking.
1: That's true. Yeah, clicky clack 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 clack.
0: And I'm not I'm not cussing yet, so I mean <laughs> things aren't going too bad. Um <laughs> uh i have so you know i i relatively new to gaming pc within the last few months uh mostly because brett we used to play on the playstation all the time and then he abandoned me um
1: oh here so, we go here and we then go he was
0: like he was like no i don't want to come and play with you you'll need to get a pc if you want to play with me again so <laughs> i guess i had to get a pc yeah it's um
1: way better why would i want to go back uh, the PS5
0: is pretty sweet. I, no, I PS5 mean, is I, awesome.
1: <coughs> I'm just um, not one of the lucky, you know, four people in the world that have right. one. So, right? Uh,
0: well, it, they just had a big drop across, uh, uh, like Best Buy, GameStop. They're in stores. They were in stores last. I think they were this morning. Like there were a bunch of people camped out at Best Buy last night when we were. Okay, by.
1: so nine people now. Sorry, my bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that's fair um so um so i i got a pc a while ago you know and they're really hard to find so i got i got kind of lucky i got i got a decent one or not a terrible price um i had been pricing them out for a while anyway i don't know why that matters anyway uh so um i added uh you know because i go back and forth i like playing like my single player stuff on the the playstation and i like playing you know mmos or whatever with people on the computer and so i got into playing red dead and then i was playing shadow of war and then Lindsay got lego star wars so i wasn't allowed to use the playstation anymore
1: um, <laughs> is she excited she, for the uh, what is that the skywalker saga game coming out
0: uh, so I don't even think that she's aware. She got Lego Harry Potter.
1: Okay, yeah, and yeah, she, yeah. But she Classic. is into
0: like, the Lego games. Like she's really into them. I had, I had actually even gotten her into like Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor. Like she'll, she'll sit down. She'll play some video games every once in a while. Yeah. Um. But basically, I got kicked off. Was the moral to that story? She was like, "I want to play my game, so you go find something else to do." Um. So I, I, I came back to the computer and I had jumped back into RDRO for for a little bit. But then I I don't know if somebody <coughs> hacked my account or what. But every time I get on now, like I'll play for a little bit and then I'll start exploding.
1: Oh, that's just all the hackers. Yeah. And that's that just Rockstar. R- yeah. Yeah
0: that got really really irritating. Yeah, welcome to the like online. Finish a mission yeah. because <laughs> I started exploding. And like, you know, it was like there were a few times where like I was picking up supplies or like to for, for being a trader, you know. And um so yeah, oh crap. Okay, hold on. Um <laughs> sorry, I I got attacked by a one star skeleton and I have like no health, and so he's trashing me.
2: Um, so the uh, multitasking is incredible, right? It's nuts, right?
0: I I should have been a streamer, um, instead of a contender. Uh, anyway, (laughs) me, I could have been. So I got tired of that, and then I think. Brett, you had mentioned Valheim and I had gotten it a while back and there was, there was the new expansion that had come out.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> and I was like, whoa, well, I'll, I'll jump in because, because I think when I had originally jumped in, you guys had basically all jumped out because you had gotten tired of it. Um, so you guys were playing that. So I was like, oh, this is a great opportunity. Cause the last time I played all, I wasn't even able to build anything cause I couldn't figure it out. So maybe now I can actually figure it out. Um, And I started playing three days ago, and I think I've already put in 30 hours.
1: (laughs) Hell yeah, dude.
0: Like, I've been spending probably far too much time playing this game.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, It's so easy to lose time in there, man. Just that that music. It's like playing, like, when, you know, if you were ever, like, really into Minecraft, you know, at some point. Like, that music is just softly going. You're just working on stuff and building things here and there before you know it, you're like, oh, shit, it's been a <coughs> day and a half.
0: Well, and I didn't realize, like you had told me, but I didn't realize the depth of what you can do because, like, I love, I love um, survival games. Uh, I've, I've found that that's something I really do enjoy is playing these games where you get to build structures and you're acquiring materials to be able to to build and grow and do different things. And there's a progression where, you know, you know, as you go along in Valheim, you know, you start with stone weapons and clubs and things like that. And then you eventually move on to bronze and then, but the cool thing also, and this was one of the things like Conan exiles is probably my second favorite. I think Valheim has moved up into my favorite.
1: Really? No way. No shit. Really?
0: Yeah. This is a colossal
1: moment. Well, I'm a
0: big fan of Conan, but I also really like the, like the dungeons yeah. and like the lore, and they did a good job with a lot of things.
2: I'm <laughs> just happy you mentioned Conan because that's what Rock plays when he's not playing Apex Legends. And I'm like, what is this game? Like, I've never even heard of Conan Exiles. So the fact that Russell is a Conan diehard makes me so yeah. happy. <laughs> just be I careful. Am. If he
1: agrees to play Apex with you, he's going to make you play Conan with him.
2: That's fine. I'll play it. I don't All care. Right, there we go. Or, it, I, I, so I'm I, down. I was at-
0: I was actually gonna say that. I was gonna say if I'll play Apex with you if you play Valheim with
2: us. Yeah, hey, there okay. you go. Yeah, uh, and the best available part on Xbox.
1: The best part, it ladies and gentlemen, is, is, is we have our own private yeah. server in Valheim. So, if you yeah. want to be part of an actual community server of Vikings, like mm-hmm. hit us up. We're rocking out there.
2: If it's not available, I'll play Conan. There we'll do go. that because I know yeah. that's available.
1: I've been that I've been is. getting dragged I, into trying that too, so I'll join you.
0: Yeah, I, I when we get ready to start that, I'm gonna start <clears throat> a server for us. I just Perfect. haven't yet. Because because the only thing that stopped me playing Conan Exiles was the PvP, because just when I'd get stuff built, that's when people would swoop in and steal all my stuff, <clears throat> and it really sucks. Um. But uh, so I really enjoyed like the dungeons and like the things that you could go and do in Conan Exiles to like progress. Like there's even a way that you can win the game in Conan
1: Exiles. Oh, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So the lore
0: is is that you have like this bracelet that keeps you trapped in the desert. So their boundary is actually like this magic device that keeps people trapped. In this area. Okay. Um, And when you're exiled and sent into the exiled lands, they put that bracelet on you. So to leave, you die if you cross that boundary. So to win the game, you put all these materials together to then take off the bracelet and be able to leave and go off.
1: So Um, if you leave and go off, does it just like the game, like literally roll credits, start a new character? Or is there like anything after that?
0: But leave... So you leave and you go off and start a new character. Right? Oh, wow. Character. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. I've never yeah. heard that so, part of it. You can go into the same server, so you can set up all your stuff that you've built, mm-hmm. and then you can just go back into the same server and grab all that stuff. Like, you still have to start over, like, your skills and everything like that as you learn, but you can still use the tools that you had acquired. Um, not a lot of people do it, because why yeah why
1: would you yeah yeah Yeah. um
0: but that so that's one of the things that i like about valheim there's a progression like the world gets harder as you start killing these bosses um and they have these bosses and they're cool mechanics and they're fun to fight They're
1: actual like legit (laughs) boss fights yeah oh so much fun
0: and but the thing that i like excuse me the thing that i like about valheim over conan exiles is it's a little bit more like minecraft so you can modify the terrain you know and with conan exiles you couldn't that was just you build on top of things that were already there but with this you can like you know you can build a huge wall out of stone pillars just by raising up the level of the earth you know or, or, you know, when you're laying down a house, you kind of want to dig down, get a f- nice flat area so you can have a solid foundation, you know, all cool things. Uh, and so the the modifiability of the world is what I think that I like about Valheim more than I like Conan Exiles, because I can go, I want to build this thing. And instead of being restricted by where I'm trying to build, I can just go and start building it, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Uh,
0: and, and and it's fun, you know? I mean, they did a great job, I mean, for what? Two people building this game?
1: It was it was uh, a Two and then man. they
0: went to five?
1: It's a big deal, man. Yeah, it was two people building it, and then they hired a third right before it launched, and now they're up to five.
0: Yeah. I mean, five people building this game. And I mean like <clears throat> the it has a specific style that they did very very well.
1: Extremely like, well. Yeah. The the art style it, of it
0: yeah i mean it reminds me of like wow when it first came out you know it's got the polygons uh to to make up the character so it's not like a perfect depiction but they stylized it in that way and did such a good job making that okay you know we're you know we're not gonna go a graphics powerhouse because then you know whatever the game wouldn't work as well as it does I mean, that would be a lot of stress if you had something that, like, you know,
1: looked like RDR. Oh, oh yeah, with yeah. the ability to build like you can, yeah,
0: right. And so, but they they went with that style and they made it their own, and they did a great job. Like, they're like right now, I'm watching the moon sink across the horizon, and the little the little light effects, streams of light coming off of it. <laughs> it just looks very good. It's very pretty. Uh, you know they have this way of blurring things on the outside edge of your vision but then it focus like if you hover your cursor over it you can like focus so you're like getting distances and gauging, from the way it blurs it's it, i mean it's a beautiful wonderful game
1: and i just it's, i've
0: really enjoyed playing
1: it it's surprisingly beautiful like i think that's yes. what me and clear and i talked about is we'd be you'd be playing it because it's you know, it's simplistic, but like the lighting effects and the color palette and stuff, and you'll just be playing and you'll just stop and you'll go, my God, this is really pretty. And then keep going. And you're back to remembering like how simplistic it looks. It's, I don't know how to describe that art style, but yeah, it's simplistically gorgeous. It's I've never seen anything like it. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah. So it, that that's, I mean, that's what I've been up to is playing a lot (laughs) lot, a lot, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it, it was funny I was actually playing earlier today because I would seen some YouTube videos and I was like oh I want to try this out and try this thing and so I'm doing this and then all of a sudden it's like it throws up some text on the screen and it's like the ground is shaking and then these two trolls come barreling out of the trees at me <clears throat> and I'm like oh crap so I'm like, luckily I had I was on like I had raised up these stone pillars to make this wall, so they couldn't really do anything to me. Yeah, and they couldn't they they because they were so focused on me, they didn't destroy any of my stuff. <laughs> <coughs> and uh, it was funny because I was messaging Brett because we're we, you know we we communicate somewhat regularly. Sadly, and um, and as soon as as soon as I dealt with the trolls, Brett messages me and he goes. I'm kiting a troll over to your base right now. Or he said, I'm kiting, I'm you know, we had been discussing something and he was like, I'm kiting a troll over to your base. And I was like, You are? And so I like ran out and I'm like trying to look so I can go ahead and kill it before it gets to my base. And 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 but he wasn't even on. It was just very funny because I was like, I was very in the zone and very concerned with what was going on in the game and not really paying much attention to anything else.
2: So, so i have to ask it sounds very clash of clans ish in the sense of like you can invade someone else's space and take their stuff and all that sort of stuff am i wrong in thinking that or i, I, I mean you could <clears throat> yeah
1: i don't know if it's yeah it's kind of like Bush. boosh yeah think of like uh you know, like the closest thing is, is definitely like PvP in Minecraft or something, or like Conan Exiles, where you have your area, you build it if you're on a PvP server, like you can go attack someone's base with just you. Like it's not like Clash, you know, where you have all the minions you buy and everything, you know, but Right. Um okay. and then yeah, if you can okay. break through to their base, kill them, um, and before they respawn and everything, take all their stuff and run for sure. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't think we cool. have cool. PvP turned on. No, not right <laughs> now. Because uh it, Yeah, we're we're all you, it's like, it's a group of people where you were like, hey, let's help and uplift each other. And like two in the morning, yeah. we'll be like, you know what? I want to shit in their Cheerios. And that, that would not be a good combo. <laughs> yeah, I, I
0: haven't encountered that on this server, but it's usually like, if somebody did take my stuff, I'd be like, all right, there's four other people on here. Which one of you suckers took my stuff?
1: <laughs> yep. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: It oh, probably by the Elmer. way, did you guys
1: see my new armor? It's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, it,
0: it's pretty, it's pretty friendly.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have a really good community. Again, awesome community server going on over there. If this is, if look up Valheim, look at some videos of people building how like crazy bases and stuff. Um, yeah. And it's, and if it's something you're interested in, please hit us up. We'd love to have more people involved in, in the community over there. And it's, you mentioned earlier the progression. And I just wanted to mention something um, on that. Like it is extremely satisfying progression. Mm -hmm. It's when you hit that next tier, you're like, oh my God, I hit this tier. And so much stuff opens up for you to upgrade. And it's like, it's not like, okay, I had a, you know, stone pickaxe. Now I have, you know, this iron one or a copper one and it's slightly better. Like it's a big difference when you move up to the next step. And it just, it feels so good to keep progressing forward. And the boss fights, like you said, are super fun. And when it finally happens, God, you feel good. Like that second boss, me and clear Knight, our first time, Russ, we are probably geared like you were, right? We right. died probably 32 times easily. Our first time trying to kill that thing. And we we're just screaming, squealing like pigs. Anyone who listened was probably just awful. Uh, but God, I'll never forget that though. But, yeah, super fun game. Highly recommended. Right?
0: Yeah, that good. I, I recommend it too.
1: <clears throat> it's <that> good back, <throat> good back and forth. There, Russ. I really enjoyed it.
0: Well, I mean, it <laughs> it is like the the so I, so clear night is, you know, because your character can transfer from server to server, so the things that you've learned. And oh. then you can also take anything that you have on your person with you to another server.
1: Oh, that's true. So yeah, that's a big part. A Elmer,
0: big, and that's a big part. Are much further along than I am, <clears throat> specifically Clear Night, and then a Ad- a Adavari. Ad- Adavari. <clears throat> I knew there was an R in there somewhere. And Adavari, like there, there, there are a few few things past me. So like I go over to their bases and I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> Especially <laughs> out of our that
1: guy is like he that poor guy had a plan for building his base. Hurtle like this. And he he built this whole intricate base and he's like, nah, I hate it. Tore the whole thing down, started over. took days. He did this probably eight or nine times before he finally was like, all right, I think I'm okay with this. Just Days to build this whole uh, just just interesting. Oh my god, base. that sounds
2: like something I would do.
1: Yeah, oh a hundred percent, dude. And he'd be like, you the- sit back, you know, you'd you think, you know, you stand back, the sun's setting behind you or rising, you got your coffee in your hand. I did this. But for him, it was like, no, nah, hate it. Start over, fresh, delete.
2: <laughs> oh, I am totally that player. Like in any type of game. With progression, it's like I, I didn't progress this character the way I wanted to, or progress the yep, yep. civilization or whatever. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. It, what's really driving me, like, that excites me about this game is the fact that you can transfer servers. Because I'm so used to games where, yeah, if you jump into a new server, you got to start from scratch. Yes. So the fact oh, yeah, that you can take things from server to server. That's crazy.
1: It's yeah. like, because, um, uh, we've we've got a few friends that have, have their own servers too. They all play over there and like to be able to be like, they post in their Discord, hey, we're going to, you know, go hunt dragons or something. Who wants to go? Like me, whose main server somewhere else. I can go, yeah, I'll jump in there and just put all my, you know, dragon killing stuff and log out of my server, log into theirs and I go pop right where I last logged out that wearing awesome. all my stuff and I'm like, all right, let's just go or joining, you know, a, like a public server or something. You can just, if you can carry it, if you can believe it it can come true you know you just go. it's it's a because like you said, you know so many games have you start over and after all you're like no I'm, uh, I'm done with that.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean I, not the final fantasy realm which I know we've mentioned we might talk about a little bit. Uh, I was a big Ragnarok online fan. Oh, um, shit,
1: that's a callback. Yeah, huh?
2: old school, which they actually have a mobile version now, which is pretty fun, but that's one of those things where, yeah, the second you attempt to change servers, it's like, nope, you have to completely start from scratch Oof. and and build your character back up. And, yeah, they, I, sometimes that's a ridiculous grind. I mean, i I enjoy the grind from time to time, but especially if it's a situation like that where it's like, hey, we're going to go hunt some dragons. Yeah, I would love to carry over my character from one server to another to just jump right in as opposed to having to fly in, you know, seat of my pants. Does
1: anyone have a spare sword? Sword? Looking for sword?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's it's good because Elmer won't let me progress uh, through the bosses anymore. He said I had to cut that crap out. Um. To make it safer for new people, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, so when oh. you
1: mentioned the ground is rumbling for anyone who's not not aware of this mechanic, every once in a while, depending on how far you've progressed on the bosses, waves of enemies will just kind of attack your base. It's very it doesn't happen very often. Um, but every boss you kill increases how difficult those enemies that attack you are. And so that's right. an issue we had um before you know, we, we had to do a hard reset on the server when this new update came out. And people would join our server and be like, oh, this is so awesome. And then just the worst stuff the game possibly could throw at you. They're like walking around with a stick and, you know, the, <laughs> this horrible monstrosity would run up out of nowhere just. <laughs> and they're like, well, why am I bothering here? You know, and it just turns so many people away. But since all your progression goes over, you can jump into your own private server and kill that boss and progress yourself and not mess with the there community. One. So we're kind of like, we are going to sit here. So people can actually have a good experience when they join.
0: Well, and I don't think... <clears throat> I don't think it's dependent necessarily on the boss or the server anymore. Because, like... Um, Clear Knight. He was having the 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 Graylings show up. Uh-huh. The, which are, like, the first, like... Aside from boar and deer they're the next enemies that you face off against. I didn't get any of those until <clears throat> until I had progressed my base a significant amount. And I'm not sure it, how it bases it whether it's number of it, days on the server. No, or what, it's because it is I don't know if it was the boss necessarily. No, it is well, server think, wide.
1: It's based off whatever the la, the it's, it's, if you kill the boss, you get the trophy, which is the head, right? And then you hang it on the yeah. runes. So it's whatever head with well, the second, the head hangs on the rune. That's what causes the next thing. So you'll have, if you don't kill any bosses, which is really nice when you first start is you'll just mm-hmm. have a bunch of boars and deers attack your base. You're like, Hey, free food, you know, shoot arrows everywhere. And then after sure. you kill the first boss, that's when you get, you know, the graylings and the the gray dwarves and everything. Uh, sure. And then after you kill the second boss is when you get all the oozes and the swamp dudes. And then once you kill the swamp boss and hang its head up, that's you get all the shit from the planes. And that's where we were at when everyone was like, nope, I'm good. Because there's just like these little, tiny little mosquitoes that poison you and do a shit ton of damage that are impossible to hit. These loxes that are like eight times the size of an elephant. Uh, You have actual like goblins and shit that come up with armor. And it's just... Yeah, and then after you kill that, that's when you get dragons attacking and ice dragons, and it's just, it's... Whew, it progresses fast.
2: Ugh. Yeah. But it's it fun. Sounds attacking. fun.
1: Defending defending your base from a ice dragon, and you're just like, I'm just gonna sit here and make some soup, oh, dear God, you know, and run out there, and you're lobbing fire arrows in the sky. It's a good time. Well, that's how you get the serpent meat. Mm-hmm. No, the serpent meat comes from the, the serpents. Serpents? I know, I'm just kidding. In the in the water. Serpent meat. <clears throat> <laughs> right on. So fun um,
2: qu- yeah, fun question ahead. for the podcast. Bring it. Do you guys have any ad rates?
1: Uh, we did one at the beginning. I have another one if you want it.
2: Yeah, because I got to pee so bad.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Go <laughs> oh, pee. Oh, I got gotcha.
2: to. I'm going to pee. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then we will jump into whatever you want to jump into.
1: Absolutely, man. Go pee.
2: We yes, do have another ad read
1: here. We go. I'll, do you want me to do it? Russ? Sure. Yeah. Actually, Lux out last sent me two and he's like, take your pick. So this is actually the fact that this worked out in our favor mm-hmm. is unheard of. Russell.
0: Well, I mean, not very much. Ama- I, th- I a blind squirrel, even a blind squirrel gets a nut every once in a while. You know,
1: you call me a blind squirrel. I'll tell you what. I've called you worse things. <laughs> Uh, Russ Yeah Is it still me That makes you sweat It is Am I who you think about in bed When the lights are dim And your hands are shaking As you slide off your shirt From he shirt she shirt This is getting a little awkward I don't know how many people Who slide their shirts off But do you baby because feeling sexy, not just in the bedroom, but in all aspects of life, is super important. And the only way to guarantee that upper echelon of sexiness is to have a steady supply of he-shirt, she-shirt designed shirts. Whether you're rocking a kind of sus shirt, a moon wen shirt, or a custom I love Anna Kendrick shirt. I'm going to have to pick one of those up. Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll be the talk of the gym, restaurant, or just anyone who notices you in the bathroom. And the maximum value, and for maximum value... Make sure you use the code JSGCAST to get 10% off your order, as I'm sure you could use that to save 10% towards whatever illicit hobbies you might have. Looking at you, Ferg. And now please enjoy as we continue on. I thought you were looking at me. With this episode of Just Some Guardians with Hurdle3k, who returned as I finished the ad read, which is absolutely stunningly perfect.
0: uh, That was spot on.
2: You know, not me, but a friend of mine had an old football coach. He used to say, "If your piss ain't clear, you're not drinking enough water." Amen. Well, coach, I just want to let you know I've had nothing but bush light tonight, and I'm clear as hell. So I am hydrated. Yes, there is no hangover in my future, according to science.
1: <laughs> according to science, because, yes.
2: Because my pee is clear, I am set for life. <laughs>
1: Oh, I love that, dude! I do that if I because I walk all day at work, right? On a walking route with the post office, and I will. It's I get creepily excited when I pee clear. Um, because I'm (laughs) chugging water all day, you know. I'm like, God, I really don't want to hurt my body and stuff. And when you get old, you don't want cramps. And if you're not hydrated, it's it's a whole mess, right? Eat bananas. Um, and yeah, dude, I'll, I'll be in a porta potty at work, and I'll be like, it's clear. Like super loud. <laughs> I'm sure people are walking their dog like, what is wrong with him?
2: What is going on with that man?
1: It's a good measurement. It's a good measurement. Yeah. Right on. Well, is there any other uh, subjects we wanted to hit on games or anything before we move forward here?
0: I'd like to hit on you.
1: Take it away.
2: Who?
0: What? Right. Yeah. Pick up line. Go. Yeah. <clears throat> Did it hurt?
2: Oh, God. No. Yeah
0: when when they threw you down to hell
1: no it wasn't really as bad as I thought um, you know I had a nice soft landing you know landing on your personality so
0: my favorite though is you mind if I check the the logo on those pants oh
1: God are these are these
0: are they astronaut pants because your butt is out of this world.
1: <laughs>
2: hey, uh, yeah what oh, you got? i love it
1: give me a pickup line hurdle
2: oh jesus oh god you're gonna put me on the spot yep oh no um oh god you you had to put me on the spot oh absolutely now, i did I know, now I'm drawing a blank on the podcast. This is phenomenal <laughs> audio. Uh, yeah, the, the Ass Out of This World one is good. Um, no, it's not. No, I love that one. Oh, that God. is a classic. Your ass is out of this, wor- this world. I, I mean, yeah. really, that's the go-to. There's no better pickup line than that one. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm That's right. I'm gonna disappoint you. I, That's right. There I is
1: there is in fact a better pickup line than your asses out of this world.
2: To be fair, I also have not used a pickup line in like eight years. So I'm I I'm out of my element here. That's all right. I've been married, I've got kids. Been a while since I've had to hit up a one.
1: So the one hit, that's hit helped woman. me
2: hit, uh, hit, hit up, up woman, hit,
1: hit up, uh, hit up. yeah. We don't. the we bush is kicking in, here. ladies and gentlemen. Um, so this hey. pickup line has saved me so many times. And if you're listening to this, right, you're a young buck, right? And you're out there looking for love, right? Take some notes, get a pen, get a paper out, hmm. brace yourself here. Ready? It
0: may not be your best idea.
1: It's, it's, sure. a, it's the best idea. Trust me. She so walk up to the lady in question, right? <gasps>
2: I got it, actually. But okay. go ahead.
1: You, you, you look them deep in the eyes, deep. With your deepest voice, you go, "Hey, let me help you shave that mustache." <laughs> Kills every time. Hundred percent success
2: rate. Okay, you want mine? Yeah,
1: bring it on. Yeah.
2: Okay, this is a this is an actual play. That not only have I used, but I have had friends use All right, with success. It. Are you ready? I'm it's ready. It's called the Shelly. Okay.
1: It's So it's a move that has a name, which means it's going to be good.
2: Yes, it is an actual move. Fun fact, in my hometown fantasy football league, our trophy is called the Shelly, <laughs> named after this move.
1: Wow. Okay. All right. Buckle up. Yes,
2: this is, this is 100% real. This, this came to me from my buddy Seth, and here's the way it works. This is primarily for college students, but you can amend it to, to, to fit your stuff as best as you can. So here's the way it works. So you're at a bar. Got it. And the way the Shelly works is it's a group. So, so you need wing men not a wing man you need wing men man. Got it. to all commit to this bit otherwise it does not work so you oh, all wow. have to commit
0: what about wing women is that is it, that a that's one?
2: fine as long as you commit that's that's the got important it. part you all okay. have to commit to it okay commit to find, so here's commit. the way it works i, like this. So I may have to
0: that, convince my wife but
2: yeah, yeah okay. so let's let's say the three of us are are at a bar we got all got our, our our bush lattes mm-hmm. our Wild Turkey, American Honey. You know, we're, we're drinking it. We're having a good time. And the lo and behold, Hurdle 3K spots a gorgeous gal across the way. Ooh, baby. I'll give you guys a guess as to what her name is. Her name Wait. is Shelly.
0: Is it Michelle?
2: Is no, it no, like no. Shelley, it's it's Shelly. And here's yeah. why. Shelly is specific enough But not uncommon enough that it can play. And here's the way the bit works, okay? So you all get excited because you just spotted Shelly at the bar. Oh, my God, Shelly. Shelly is a ball of fire. She's fun. Everybody loves her. God, She's extremely popular with both men and women. She's beautiful. She has the world's greatest personality, Shelly. Shelly! Hey! Shelly! Hey! And here's the deal. You all yell at Shelly and you wave to her. Shelly! You wave to Shelly. Yeah, you're very excited. You're anxious. You see Shelly. You wave at Shelly. Shelly. It's Shelly. You wave at Shelly. It's been so long. Now, assuming her name is not Michelle or Shelly for short, here's what's going to happen. She's going to get very confused. Women, as we all know, they, they're very logical. They're very uh, precise human beings, and they don't like being called a name that they are not known by. Sure. But they're intrigued. They want to know why are why are these three gentlemen, Fudd, Russ, and Hurdle, calling me Shelley? This makes no sense. All of them are in agreement that I am somebody that I am not. So you right. all wave. Shelly, hey, what's up, Shelly? How's it going? <clears throat> Shelly. And you call her over, or you go to her. It doesn't matter. You can play it either way. You go to her and you're like, Shelly, what's up? How's it going? And when she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not Shelly. Then you all commit to the bit. This is the important part. All right. This is where it yeah. comes in. Classic Shelly. Okay. <laughs> Classic Shelly. God, you such a are
1: you so crazy? My name's
2: not uh, Shelly. Okay. <laughs> What a Shelly thing to do. You're a riot. Shelly, you're a riot. We love you. Ah, oh, Shelly, you're so great. And here's the bit. Here's the bit. You ready? Ready. ready. So she's like, guys, I'm not Shelly. Like, can you please? I'm not her. Please, for the love of God, stop calling me Shelly. I'm not Shelly. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Shelly. Fine. If you're not Shelly, what's your name and number? <laughs> Boom. Boom. What's Mic drop. What's your name and number, Shelly. <laughs> And here's the deal. You oh convince God. her, you convince her that whoever this Shelley person is, that you think she is, <laughs> she's God's she is Mean Girls Lindsay Lohan to the planet, okay? <laughs> that is the go-to. Shelley is the greatest <laughs> human being any ever. of you have ever met. You all want to hang out with her to the point where if you really get somebody convinced, they're like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm Shelley. Of course I'm, I'm Shelley.
1: So <laughs> <Shelly>. Classic <laughs> me, am I why, right? Why you,
2: of, yeah, buy me drinks all night, please, in the name of Shelley. Buy me my, you Who know, I my am. whiskey me, sours. My name. Buy me my vodka red bulls. Buy me my bush lattes, please. I am Shelley. You all love and worship me. And you know what will happen? I will go home with one of the three of you. Whoever I deem is worthy of Shelly. <laughs> it's the Shelly play. I like this. But the way it works is you all have to commit to the bit. 100%. <laughs> Even she could be like, guys, no, my name is not Shelly. It's Jennifer. <laughs> Shelly. Come on, okay. Shelly. You got Jennifer. me last time. Not twice okay, in a row. Shelley. Whatever. Girl, I sit behind you in biology class. You can't tell me you don't know me, okay? I see you you sign your name on your
1: tests all the time.
2: Yeah. Shelly, you literally gave me the answer to number four, which by the way, D metatosis. I don't know if metatosis is a word, but she doesn't either because she's not in your class. Shelly is a made up person who shared her test results with you. And you all know and love her build her up. And if all else fails, and I mean, if, all else fails and the Shelly play doesn't work. Here's the way you do it. You go to your Hobby Lobby, your Dollar General, whatever the case is.
1: We're still going here. This is awesome.
2: No, this is good. This is the backup plan. If the okay, Shelly right. plan doesn't work, you buy ribbons, okay? You buy <laughs> like first, second, third place ribbons. And what you do is you just hand them out to the people in the group. And you're just like, hey, by the way, you're number one. Because what girl doesn't want to be number one? The nice. hottest girl in their group. <laughs> you you are wor- And you don't even have to ask for anything. You just say, hey, just so you know, my guys and I, we were checking out your group. You're the hottest one, just so you know. Here you go. We'll see yeah. you later. Have a good night. Bye. You know, And you walk off and they're like, wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, and these guys think I'm number one. I I, I want to go talk to them. Maybe they'll buy me a drink. And then they come over and you're like, oh, yeah, let me get you a drink. And then you go to the bar. Oh, uh, by the way, Shelly, what's your number? And then you pop one of those. So you shoot it. And as a last resort, you pull a ribbon out of your pocket and you hand it to her. Hey, you're the hottest girl in your group. Because girls are always in a group. That's the thing. Oh, you're always. Going to the yeah. Bar they're always in a group. You're number 1. Oh, hey, uh Patrice, you're number 2. <laughs> Patrice. And then, hey, uh, Beatrice, here's number. Two. Yeah. Barbara, you're number 3. Okay? Let's not we don't need to debate this. Shelley, you're number 1. Congratulations. We love you.
0: I I feel, I feel like I feel like there's a second play here that you could do, right? Let's hear it. So what you do yes. what you do is so you have the ribbons right? You don't give number one to the hottest girl.
2: You give no. You give it to the one you want. That's the key. You give it to of. the one that you want.
0: See, this is what you do. The one that you want, you give. You give a ribbon to all the other girls. The last one, you have one that doesn't even have a place. It just says consolation prize. Oh, no. <laughs> you give it to the one you want. And here's why.
1: Mind trick. Here's yeah. why.
0: You give it to her, and then you look her in the eye, and you go, prove me wrong.
2: <laughs> I'm misogynistic, <laughs> but I love it. That's I terrible.
1: Mean, that's I mean. That's terrible. Yeah. It is.
2: Earn, earn your number one spot. <laughs> Jesus, Ross. I have an extra plethora of, In fact, I don't have, since I have trophies in my car, you can get the number one.
1: I noticed there's seven of you. If you could stay here, I need to run to Hobby Lobby real quick.
2: This has taken such a turn. I know. Oh my
1: God.
0: I I feel like I, you know, it is misogynistic and it's a little bit of a jerk move. Yeah. But let's be honest. There are quite a few girls that that would work on.
2: The deal, the Shelly. Here's the here's the best part about that whole bit. The Shelly yes. is seldomly the hottest one in the group, and that's part of the bit. Is you make the whoever it is that you're going after, because everybody likes the hot girl. But let's be honest, sometimes the hot girl kind of a B, yeah, kind of not nice, not a shell kind of high maintenance. So no, not only are you dragging. The, the true number one in terms of the hotness, the one to 10 scale, not only are you dragging her down, but you're building up Shelly and you're there making you Shelly feel good. And then you know what? Nine times out of 10, Shelly has the personality to match everything you've to built her up to name. be, exactly. which is the greatest human being of all time because you and all of your friends, you love Shelly. And even though she's not actually Shelly, you're so convinced that she is her, the greatest human being to ever walk the earth, that she learns to believe it too, and it gives her self-confidence, and it gives her the ability to say, you know what? You're right. I am worth something, and I love you, and we're going to get married, and we're going to make babies. And Yours that is a lot is nicer crazy. than mine. So is this... That's how I met my wife.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is this <laughs> the story of how you met mentioned... <laughs> He still calls her Shelly to, to this day.
2: day. has no idea it's what her not name is. is. That's, that's actually not true, but I have had a buddy, uh, infamous CDH, if you ever see him on the H3K stream. Uh, he once ran the Shelly play twice in one night, made out with two wow. girls, and then they ended up like fighting over him, which was really awkward because he's like, Shelly, uh, Shelly, Shelly. Uh,
1: <laughs> Shelly, you're both so amazing. Uh, Wait, yeah. Wait, so
0: he pulled this on two different girls. And- he did. It
1: works. What it a works. legend. That is truly impressive.
0: And, and, and if Shelly doesn't makes work, I play less misogynistic.
1: If Shelly doesn't work, go for the mustache thing. Yes. 100%.
2: Or the ribbon.
1: Shelly, Hobby Lobby, mustache, your ass is out of this world in that order. That's your go to. Yes.
2: If you don't score with that story,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> you're done.
1: I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, why bother? Why bother?
2: You better have a cool scar or a wicked tattoo. That's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> all right. Let's, let's, progress, let's progress here before Russ is horrible again.
0: I mean, come on. <laughs> Misogynistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, all right. Russ. Yes. Well, let's tell you something. Tell
0: me. If You'll I, good. you know, did this. Let's do it. Our-
1: would you believe me if i told you we actually had emails no well russell (laughs) prepare to believe me wrong because we have two emails russell Uh, oh yes
0: two don't just have one we have two we have two are they both
1: from audible uh no 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 uh legit emails so my favorite part of this is i don't ever read them until we get to this segment right which uh, is how one, it should be, which is how it should be. Yes. Uh, one of them is from Laz who writes our ad reads. Uh, he says, I only have one thing to say. And only thing dear, he shirt, she shirt.com and a Kendrick shirt. When K thanks. Bye.
2: <laughs> Ooh, yes.
1: He yeah. shirt, she shirt. If you listen to this, which I know you are. Anna Kendrick shirt. Let's make it
2: happen. <laughs> I love AK. Yeah.
1: Um, this next one, I just glanced over and, uh, this is going to be really nice actually, Russell. Um, so anyone that follows us on Twitter, or if you do a, uh, any, a lot of podcasts, actually, um, if you know, bit dead, uh, or bit yeah. dad, everyone, however, however, he signs his name, depending on what platform he's on. Um, he listens to so many podcasts. He'll write a, like, write a blurb and how good he liked the show. For every show he puts, tags him, puts him on Twitter, gets the word out. He does this Follower Friday, where he spams every, every podcast he listens to, um, tells people to go follow them and listen to them out. Like, he's just one yeah. of the best supporters of so many people.
2: Um, Serena's so, meeting. Go follow it. Go
1: check it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: It'll, it'll make yes. you hot in your pants. So hot. The bush is
1: kicking in. Um, the bush. All right, so here's his email, Russell, and and Hurdle. Uh, Hello, you gorgeous specimens. There's been something I've been meaning to say for quite some time, and I feel this is one of the best places to say it. Over recent months, I've been seeing a lot of people are struggling with mental health and self-esteem. Like many people, I've struggled with my own mental health in previous years, I know it's something that can't be cured. Uh, It's something you manage on a daily basis. So I just wanted to say this to anybody who needs to hear it. I love you. I respect you. You are perfect and beautiful. Don't ever let anyone tell you otherwise. Much love to you all, Ian. Oh. Oh. And like I just said, like this is one of the most incredible people ever. And then I get into the email and it is exactly on par with who he is as a person. Just, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. I, uh... Personally, I absolutely needed that right now. So thank you, man. I so much for that.
2: I am in the same boat. I mean, I previewed it earlier that, yeah, times are a little tough right now. Mm -hmm. An email from a random person I'll probably never hear from again. (laughs) Until he
1: tags you on Twitter and says, hey, I loved this episode. Right.
2: No, I got goosebumps right now. Oh, absolutely, man. For real. Like that. I feel like I was on this podcast just to hear that email, as weird as that sounds.
1: No, not at all, man. It's That's what stuff I needed. Like that happens, dude. Thank you, man. You so- wow, thank you so much.
0: You guys are so, both so beautiful.
1: Oh, Russ, not as gorgeous as you, man. Like, listen, I'm checking the tag on your pants. There's a hole in my pants. Yeah? You're not wearing the stretchy shorts, are you? No.
2: not. <laughs> <laughs> I have baby spit on my pants. I just, <laughs> oh these are just God. my
0: fat sweatpants. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need to... <laughs> I,
1: can, I think I can almost I, get them over I my head. I can't get mine that high.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Quick backstory for your hurdle. Also, anyone who's been a longtime listener. Yes. Russell did the shorts thing again. Um, Sweet. So <laughs> we did this game show one time, right? Um, had a guest on and everything and randomly (coughs) we're just talking about pants and Russ just goes, Oh yeah, check this out. And he's got like skin colored shorts on and just goes and like rips them up over his head out of nowhere. And we all panic for about half a second. (laughs) It was a good time. That's
0: what I'm here for.
2: Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, glorious. All right. Moving forward. Yes.
1: Story
2: time!
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Story Time, the part of the show where we all come together and tell a story in gaming. It can involve video games, tabletop games, LARPing, Airsoft, uh, Mind Games, Face Off with John Travolta, you know, anything, any anything we want to talk about as gamers, we love talking about our exploits, sharing, swapping stories around the campfire, right? And this has, been, uh, this has been a thing for a long time, Russell, as you're well aware. Yes. And, uh, Russ, do you want to start us off with a story tonight, brother? No. Okay. That's good. good <laughs> you. Thank you all for tuning in for the episode. Really appreciate uh, you listening. Good night. Yeah. You got a story you want to share with us, Hurdle?
2: Sure. Um, so, my, which she's sleeping directly above me right now. Hopefully she's not hearing this, but what my wife does not know is in my office, I have hooked up my PS2, (gasps) and um, so I have been replaying old games, um, particularly my Grand Theft Auto series, because one of my best friends in real life, TJ, decided to delete all of my memory off of my memory card to make way for like a Madden or something like that on my memory card way back in college when uh, he moved in with me. And so I've been replaying old games. And this past week, I have actually been playing Dirge of Cerberus, which, or, yeah. How do you pronounce that? Cerberus, right? Yeah. Cerberus. The, I think it's Cerberus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's a Final Fantasy 7 spin off, which for me, Final Fantasy 7 is one of my all time favorite games absolutely love it. Love the lore behind it. All of the expansions that have ar- arisen out of it. The singular reason if I buy a PS5 will be to play the remake, which That's unfortunately so is not on it. Xbox right now. So I, worth Oh, it. I know. I know it was I, good. I, 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 it was really I good. I went to my brother's house because he had a PS4. I went to my brother's house to play the demo of oh, um, yes. Final Fantasy VII Remake. And like that alone, like, ugh. Like, I'm just so excited to jump into it and I'm doing my best to stay away from spoilers or anything like that because I know there's a lot of extra content that they're adding in um with the with the story and whatnot. But so I've been replaying Dirge of Cerberus because my one negative aspect of my gaming is I can be very like ADHD with my gaming. It's I will get to the final dungeon, the final boss, the final like whatever it is. And for whatever reason, I will switch games right at that moment. (laughs) And so Dirge of Cerberus, it's a 12-chapter game. And I have gone to the beginning of Chapter 11. And I quit playing the game for whatever reason it was, like, 10 years ago or whenever it was that I played the game. So I've been replaying it. And I finally got back to the point where I was. And I purposely even, like, when I played the game in the second playthrough did not try to grab like all of the extra like memory capsules and stuff like that, because it's like, Hey, I know I have all of these on my other account. Cause I'm a hundred percent completionist kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So I finally hit the point where I am in my original game. And now I have like swapped over to my original game and I'm going to continue the final two chapters of the game to, get the 100% completion and the full story and like all of that sort of stuff. But on top of not only playing the Final Fantasy VII Dirge of Cerberus is I of course have gone down the rabbit hole of you know the the Wikipedia or the Final Fantasy pedia or whatever you call it of like here's all of the information on the Genova project. Here's oh, all yes. of the information on like it, because not only do I want to understand the story that I'm currently playing, but I want to know all of the information from Final Fantasy 7, which I recently played on mobile, because um, you can download on, like, Apple and oh, really? um stuff like that. Yeah, they have ports of all of the Final Fantasy games, and I recently just beat uh, Final Fantasy 7. Well, I shouldn't say recently. This was actually probably a year ago that I beat it, but... Yeah, I'm going through and I'm like getting all aspects of the story. I've never played Crisis Core and things like that. And so I'm and I have Final Fantasy Advent Children on DVD. So Same. I just, oh, I love that. I movie. watched it too <laughs> many times. It's so good. Um, and like ah, and playing Vincent, first of all, if you've never played Final Fantasy 7, there are two optional characters, Vincent and Yuffie and if you haven't unlocked him Vincent even though like his character in terms of like power is relatively weak he is the coolest so cool final fantasy character ever and he gets his own game with Dirge of Cerberus and like i i have absolutely enjoyed the second playthrough and i'm excited to truthfully get um Technically, you can't get 100% completion on normal mode. You have to play hard mode in order to get it. But um, I'm excited to get, you know, 99% completion on the game by playing through. And that's what I have been doing uh, when things are slow at work, contrary to what my wife believes that I'm doing at work, (laughs) which is actually trying to make money and put food on our table. But in reality, I'm playing through all of my old nostalgia games. I've done Donkey Kong 64, I've done Mario 64, I've done Donkey Kong Racing, I've done all of the GTAs from 3, including Vice City Stories, Liberty City Stories, all of that sort of stuff. I've been doing oh, all of man. that on my spare time. couple hours here and there every day. I've been playing Dirge of Cerberus, and it has been so much fun, and I just, I love Final Fantasy so much. It's my favorite franchise of all time. So that is my story. As I've been playing Dirge of Cerberus, and I finally am almost about ready to complete the game for the first time, which I've never done. That's so exciting! Yes,
1: dude, congratulate pre congratulations, man. That's awesome.
2: I'm excited to see how it ends.
1: Take a picture when you beat it. Send it to us.
2: We'll do. We'll do.
1: Hell yeah! You got a story for us, Russ?
0: Oh yeah, uh, I was uh, yes, yes, I do actually. <laughs> I I'd uh, forgotten that I thought of one. Sorry, I just built my first ship. Um, hey, congratulations! <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, I, I decided I wanted to go to the swamp because I need stone um, to build what I want to build. Anyway, aside from that, um, so it's actually a Conan Exile story.
1: Hell yeah, so, let's do it!
0: Um, yes. I'm I'm playing Conan Exiles. <clears throat> and I had decided I was gonna you know, because every once in a while you get bored and you're like, I'm just gonna go explore, even though you're very under level and you're like, eh, let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm running around, I'm naked because I know that I'm probably gonna die and I've just got like some basic stuff with me. Um, and <clears throat> I'm just kind of running around the map because I'm trying to see you know what all's there, where is it, where am I going? <laughs> that kind of stuff and um so i come up over like this i was i was on a cliff because i had th- this was also a reason i was naked because then i could just climb up stuff that's one thing that i wish valheim had you could where you could climb um so i climb up i'm on this cliff and i come looking down and i see like it, it's obviously a spider Ugh. But I'm very, very, very far away from this spider, and I can see all its eight legs and everything in detail.
1: So I'm that's like, a big ass spider.
0: That's a big, big spider. So this was when I first. It was when I first started playing. So I was trying to get Elmer to play and one of our other friends, Nick, to play. And uh, so I took a screenshot of it and I sent it to him. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna go and see like. Because a lot of things, especially in the early days of Conan kind of Exiles, like you could probably chip away at something over a prolonged period of time because like some of them weren't terribly fast or things like that. So I went up to this thing, I like sneak up behind it, and I'm like, my goal is I'm going to stay behind this thing and then just kind of whack it and move around and keep, keep to the back of it. So I come up to this thing, and I'm like... Uh, you know, uh, uh, and I guess in my head, like, the, I have this image of, like, smacking a cow on the rear end, right?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get on. Yeah. Get on,
0: little girlie. This thing whips around so fast. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And I, like, saw that I had, like, like, there was no damage done to it. And it, like, as it turns around, it clips me. And, like, all, like, all my life is gone. And I'm like... So I run, and this thing chased me. It had to have chased me like halfway across the map as it's like running behind me. And so I, I just, ima- you know, every once in a while you turn around to see how close the thing is behind you, and it's like, right so there. So just imagine being chased by a giant spider across no, thank the you. desert no. as a naked man.
2: <laughs> just <A gang laughs> With the loafers.
1: lopers. Yeah, you're, uh, <laughs> you've ruined any chance of me playing that game now. Spiders that big? No, oh, I'm good. I'll play something yeah, else. Thanks. Yeah,
2: that is terrifying. I choose life.
1: Shelly <laughs> Shelly. Shelly. Oh my god! Hell yeah! Did you hey, did you get to your end point safely, or did it get you eventually?
0: I think it killed me.
1: Probably.
2: Oh no!
0: I'm pretty sure it killed me, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, it was I was preparing to die anyway.
1: So that's true. That's true. That's what I do all the time. I'll just go outside and sit there naked and prepare. Anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, as for myself, uh, so the other night, uh, as, as hurdle mentioned, I, I was streaming final fantasy 14, which is, which is their, their big MMO. Right. And I've just been, I've been talking about it recently. It's I've been having so much fun being back in that game. God, it's so good. And as I'm getting to the newer con, like when I played it in 2013, I was like, man, this is stuff I've never seen in MMO and they just keep hitting it out of the park. Um, so there, you've got your dungeons, right? You got your raids and there's these things called trials, right? Which is where you're fighting against, um, Basically think of like summons from, from other Final Fantasy, you know, games and whatnot. You know, and you, you bring down Bahamut or you know, whatever to just shit on the enemy, right? She so
2: Shiva. <laughs>
1: Ifrit. Yep. All those are in the game. Fought them, killed them. I'm the best. Um but so you're literally fighting them as a boss, and they're it's my most favorite content in the game. The fights are always interesting, intricate, and have super cool mechanics to them. And so it was this side quest, well, not side quest, but it wasn't the main storyline. I'm like, I'm going to go check out what happens here. And that's what led me to that dungeon you saw me do. One, this dungeon that wasn't attached to the main story. I was like, what? And so then I get to this trial and it's this like white tiger that like wants me to beat the evil out of it. Right. And I'm like, all right. Sick. It's like I'm gonna. It's it's gonna go crazy. It's a whole backstory that does, does the dungeon and everything. But the basis of it is, hey, <laughs> this energy is feeding off me. If you don't do something about it, I'm gonna go crazy and murder everything in the world. Right? I'm like sick. Yeah, I'll punch you in the face to get evil out of you. All good. You know, <laughs> this tiger is clean. So, so the fight starts. Right. It's a, it's a full party. The eight people I queue in there randomly, usually when it's a trial, cause there's so many things going on, huge mechanics. I don't want to let anyone down, you know, anxiety also. And so I'll go watch a video and just know what, what I'm about to witness. Right. And uh, my chat had talked me into going, Hey, no, just do a blind, just do a blind. So I'm like, sick. All right. I'll just, I'll just jump in there. We'll see what happens for the best. Right. And so, you know, it's this white tiger that suddenly becomes this like 20 foot muscly white tiger looking dude. And his whole right arm is the rest of the tiger's body and its head. And I'm like, what the hell's happening? Uh, so the fight starts and there's all these beautiful things going on stuff to get away from dots landing on people. You got to move away from lines in the ground. You got to get away. Half the arena is about to get blown up. You got to quickly charge around and jump behind them. All these things we're doing as a team. And, and it was so exhilarating to never have watched it and like hoo, ha, hoo, ha, move around, you know, as it goes. And this is all stuff that like is beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's super fun to do, but it's not something like brand new that I hadn't seen before. Right. So about halfway through the fight, Right? We punch this thing in the face, super hard. It turns back into the tiger form and throws us all in the air. And this like quick action of it happens where we're hitting keys, like you're playing Spider-Man, you know, someone's throwing trash cans at him and you're quick triangle circle square to get around stuff. Right. And so that happens to save ourselves. And then we end up, this is in an MMO, in a boss fight, we're falling through the sky in a top down view. And he's underneath us shooting globs of fire. And so you're actually like using your keys to float around to get out of the way of this fire while well, he then is creating lines where he's flying through the arena, blast people out or making whirlwinds. You got to fly to the middle of it and not get sucked up and die. And the whole time I'm just screaming, this is an MMO! I've never seen this before! It was incredible! They did it again and we... The rest of the fight was like rinse and repeat, doing all this cool shit, and getting thrown in the air and I was... I was in love. It was so cool, and I'm still an expansion behind, so I can't wait to see like the next mechanic I'm gonna run into. But yeah, that game blows me away constantly. Mechanics that I've never seen. I don't see often in single player games, let alone a massive multiplayer online game. And that's
2: my story. I love it. I love it.
1: It was so fantasy. God, it was so So great. The game franchise I It's played. so good. I put it on YouTube if anyone wants to watch that fight. It was nuts. Um I'll come back and watch it. All right, hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, well, I think anything else from you, Russ? Hurdle, anything else from you,
2: brother? I've had a great time.
1: I've had a wonderful time, man.
2: This has been phenomenal.
1: <clears throat> You're great, Russ. Well, I know that.
2: Oh yeah! I told my wife earlier. I'm like, just which, by the way, you're an hour ahead of me. But I was like, just so you know, this is probably gonna last till two a.m. And she goes, two a.m. And I'm like, yeah, Fud's a glorious human being, and we can talk video games all night long.
1: <laughs> What's well, the thing? We didn't even like. I thought Final <laughs> Fantasy would be the big subject. We never even really got I to. It. We,
2: yeah, we we talked Apex for a little bit. We talked uh, Valhalla and Conan. Like, I mean. I can still talk Final Fantasy and I can even keep it short but like oh
1: no, no, I I think we should still do a whole episode like that. So we'll bring you back, don't worry.
2: Okay, we'll do it. We'll do it. Fi- that's I that's a series has been around all long day enough. I Final Fantasy. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. That that's been around since gaming practically began. So like
2: Right. That's a whole yeah. episode waiting to happen. Like 1985 Final <laughs> Fantasy 1.
1: And we have a new one coming out. You know we have an expansion for fourteen. We got fifteen coming out soon. Like it's still rocking.
2: Sixteen, fifteen's out. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Sixteen. 15, came out like ten years was ago. was the car one. Yeah. Yeah. Sixteen's coming out
0: sometime sorry.
2: soon. Yeah. Real Which, soon. Which I will say this: if if we're gonna say anything about Final Fantasy, can I just say I wish wholeheartedly that they would just go back to the turn-based battle royale system, or not battle royale. uh, because as I disagree cinematic, as cinematic as 15 was, it was so simplistic, like here's the way I played 15, truthfully, is and and I haven't beaten it yet. I think I'm only chapter three, and I think there's like fifteen chapters in that game. But the game is set up to the point where you earn your XP whenever you rest. And so my philosophy was, okay, I'll just go around and kill absolutely everything that I can until I, like, use up all of my heals, all of my tents, all of my potions, you know, so on and so forth. And then I'll just collect the XP to the point where I, I am so powerful going into level or, like, chapter four that I'm, I'm one-hitting I'm one every single enemy. And it 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 took all of the challenge out of it for me because I'm a grinder. Final Fantasy, every game that they have is a grind type of game. Final Fantasy 15 is so focused on oh yeah we we want you to feel like it's constant evolving action. It's like well it's not constant when I'm yeah one shotting every single enemy. And so for me, Final Fantasy 15 kind of sucked. Final Fantasy 13 kind of sucked. Last good game I think they had was you know 10 and 12. Anxious to see what they do with Final Fantasy 16, and I'll just leave it at that.
1: This is gonna be dude, I'm excited for them to go back to the actual fantasy side of of the roots in the name. It's gonna be good, yes. I
0: hope they stay with the action though, personally. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I am not a big fan of the turn base,
2: I love turn base. Final Fantasy. In my opinion, Final Fantasy VII. While everybody loves that game, Final Fantasy IX is the pinnacle of the series. That is my opinion. You I have can see that. You you have your classes. You have your thief. You have your white mage. You have your black mage. You have your you know your tank type of guy uh, with Steiner. All of your other stuff. And the story's great. The graphics are great. I love Final Fantasy IX. That's my personal favorite one of the series. Even though seven's the one that gets the most clout. So there we go. Yeah, there's like there's that. my brief Final Fantasy overview.
1: I dig <laughs> it. Uh question in the chat coming in real quick. Uh just if, if you guys are down to answer this. Um, yeah. the uh the good old the good old F fifteen versus the F sixteen fighting falcon. Talking about jets here. Which one do you prefer? Yeah. You know, like I mean you look at the F15, right? It's considered one of the most successful fighters of all time, right? Yeah, H- over yeah. 100 aerial dogfight victories. I don't think it's lost ever, operates in all weather conditions, right?
0: Hey, why don't you share your screen to see if you're on Wikipedia or not? I'm
1: not. No, I just is, a, saw that all, white
0: window disappear. This is all off the saying, top I'll of I'll my head, just, right? Honest, this I have no my, idea I'm, what you're talking about.
1: I'm speaking from my heart, right? And sure, <laughs> one could say the F-16 is cheaper, lighter, you know, designed with an emphasis on ease of maintenance and maneuverability, but it's a less <laughs> powerful aircraft. Right. At the end of the day, if you want a fighter jet, you want it to be more powerful. Sure, the twin engine in the F-15 was rough to work on, very costly, but damn, that sucker was classic. Uh-huh.
2: I got to tell you, just as a personal opinion, F-15 just sounds way cooler than F-16. I think it pales in comparison, personally. There we go. The F-15 is the way to go. That's it. If you, if you want to have a 16, have a sweet 16 birthday. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Do that. You want to fly fighter jets? It's F-15 all the way. All the yep. way. Just suck Jeez. on Imagine the F-15. A less powerful He's nuts. <laughs> I, I'm just
0: saying, 16 is always better than 15. I mean, Plus. you can drive when you're 16. What can you do when you're 15? Get a learner's permit?
1: Yeah, and that's such an exciting learner's permit was hype as fuck, dude.
2: <laughs> Says the guy who how did the stream start? Why is six afraid of seven? <laughs> yeah.
1: Cause seven eight nine.
2: Yeah. Hey, yeah. There you go.
1: F-16 equals traffic. cannon fodder. F-15 is America's aircraft. Statistics don't lie. Thank you. America. America hurdle. America
2: wins every time. (laughs) Here here. Plug away,
1: dude. Your your podcast, your stream, Twitter, all that stuff, man. Hit us with everything.
2: All right. So, ladies and gentlemen of the stream, I'm gonna look directly in the camera. We're even gonna turn the hat backwards so you know I'm serious. This'll be good. good. Okay. Apex arenas meeting. Follow it on any and all podcasting platforms, particularly Apple Podcast. that way you can leave a five-star review. If you leave a five-star review, I make sure to read it on every single episode. If you have a question, I make sure to answer it. So anything you have, it doesn't even have to be about Apex. I don't care. Ask me anything. As long as it's borderline appropriate, I will – and borderline is a very – Very, light, yeah. Gray area. 100%. <laughs> I, I will answer it on the podcast. But, yeah, go ahead and uh, leave a five-star review, drop a follow, drop a subscription if you want to support Get the Get back show. to your microphone real quick. There. Oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was I was so into the camera. I know. Here. I was like, we'll, no one we'll, can hear you. Heard. <laughs> we'll, we'll put the microphone here. That way I can look at the camera. I play to the camera. That's what I do. Yeah, uh, so we got the Apex Arenas meeting. Go ahead and check that out on all podcasting platforms. You can join us on the Discord. Um, we're not hard to find. I'm I'm sure you can search Apex Arenas meeting. I don't really know how Discord works. I'm kind of Discord stupid, but it's fine. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, at Hurdle3k, uh, Xbox as well, if you decide to find me on there, or if you search for me on Apex, um, it's hurdle 3 k just on xbox so if there's a hurdle 3k PlayStation or a hurdle 3k pc not me somebody posting as me but that's okay i appreciate the clout uh otherwise you can find me on instagram at apex arenas meeting um we're over on there but all in all we had our first ever apex arenas community tournament fud that was an absolute blast i hey love having dude. you on there I'm excited. Honestly, I'm I'm not the type of person that usually goes back and re-watches stuff or re-listens to things, but that I might go back and watch because that was an absolute hype stream. Loved everything, other than you know that the last like five I minutes. I don't want of to talk about game. the
1: last. <laughs> know, oh my god!
2: <laughs> but uh, thanks, Curb Stomper. Um, but I'll never forget you is, for the uh, worst reason exactly uh but yeah we will definitely have to do it again fud i'm anxious to just play video games with you again yeah and russell the man the myth the legend russell <laughs> with with the dots in mouth which by the way i'm i'm just gonna make a point here yeah i'm yeah, sorry yeah. if this upsets the stream i hate pretzels i hate pretzels Oof. and here's the deal if i wanted to eat stale salty bread I would just fry bread in my toaster and dump a bunch of salt on it. So pretzels, they suck. Tomatoes, they suck. But it's okay because Russell and I, we're going (laughs) to squat up. We're going to play Apex Arenas. We're going to have a hype time. Check it out. Within like two weeks, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to give us a two-week timeline. We're going to make it happen. Russ and Hurdle going crazy in arenas. It's going to be a blast. It's going to happen. Russ, I'm 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 going to add you. Let's do it. We'll, we'll set we we will set aside time and we will do it. But that's all for me. Fud, thank you so much for having me on. Russell, thank you. You're just a glorious man. Every time FUD has had you on his uh, a, on his previous tournaments with the with the Apex tournaments, mm-hmm. I've loved all of your commentary personally. I I was very excited when I saw that you were joining this podcast tonight because I am a secret. Ardo Russell fan. For sure.
1: Oh, no right, questions right. asked. Russ, someone in the world likes you. He's <laughs> number
2: seven on people I would go gate for.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll take, I mean,
2: top yeah. ten. Yeah, top ten. Absolutely. He is top ten, no questions asked. The only thing holding him down is those goddamn Dots pretzels <laughs> right now. Look, look.
0: Alright. I normally don't like pretzels either. Like, not a lot. I mean, like, I'll eat them.
2: You're okay. literally shoving the bag in your mouth. In your, yeah, yeah. Them. I'm not you really a, no uh, idea.
1: big fan if of If you bra- get a chance,
0: you need to get some dots and try them out. because I
1: love dots. I have them. They're in my lazy little, susan. little gummy? Yeah, a little, yeah.
0: They're so good.
2: Dale bread with salt. It's fine. Delicious. Hey, and, Russell, and where can people seasons?
1: find you?
0: Nowhere. All right. Let's be honest.
2: <laughs> no. Uh,
1: you can
0: find me <coughs> on Twitter at DRJX. That's J E X 0725. I post somewhat on there. It depends on how uh, uh, good I'm feeling, I guess. I don't know. Um, usually I'll post artwork or things like that. Nothing too great. Um, and then uh, you can find me. Of course, on the Discord, Jackal72590, um, where I mostly lurk in D&D sessions, although usually, depending on which game I'm playing, I'm usually lurking in those sessions. Usually on Elmer's, uh, his own personal Discord, uh, but occasionally on ours as well. And uh, yeah, feel free to hit me up if you have any questions, comments, cursings.
1: Let me know. Mostly cursings, yeah. Absolutely.
0: Mostly
2: cursings. Well, you're, you. Not fun, uh, Jesus. Oh my God, cut that out. Uh, won't happen, Russell. Yeah, I know, Russell. You are glorious on your Twitter uh, profile picture.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, it's my wife, she makes me look really.
2: Clever. I'm just saying, like, oh, so true. handsome,
1: she Russ. Your wife wasn't beautiful. at that wedding, and you looked incredible there. So give yourself some props.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I do know. I gave him a follow just now live. Ooh, on the podcast. But, yeah, if you
0: follow me, I will follow you back.
2: As right all followers should be.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us for episode 108 of Just Some Gardens. When we do the show. We are live. That's twitch.tv slash Just Some Gardens Friday nights at 1130 p.m. Eastern. Get in here. Give us questions. Give us comments. Make fun of Russell's face. Anything you want to do. We're here for it. We love it. We crave it. We cherish it. You can email us at just some guardians at my face. Yeah, absolutely. It's easy to do. Honestly, it, the jokes write themselves. Um, <laughs> you can email us just some guardians at gmail.com. Like we had a couple lovely emails tonight. Questions, concern, just nice things. You want anyone to hear out there. It really like touches us in, in any way you want, you know, uh, mostly just go to the website, just some guardians.com. Embedded in there is the Twitch. Embedded in there is our YouTube. Embedded in there is the audio player for any way you want to encompass our content. Uh, As for myself, I'm Elmer Fudd. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all those places at Elmer Fudd Games. Double M, double D. D. Yeah. Russell.
2: Russell. I was
1: like. Actually, I'm curious. Hurdle. You say you're a listener. Mm-hmm. Do you can you do the outro? Ooh, it's fine <laughs> if you can't.
2: No, I do listen, but <coughs> oh god,
1: we've only ever had one person it, able nah. to do it, so don't worry, don't sweat it.
2: No, I know. Now that you're putting me on the spot, no, I've I have. Here's the deal: I have gone back through, and while I certainly have not listened to every episode, I have yeah, picked we out the episodes don't do that that I have to enjoyed. Yourself. In terms of like what the title is. So, for example, your Outplayed episode I enjoyed. The PlayStation 2 like nostalgia episode. Actually, most of your nostalgia episodes I very much enjoyed. I literally just listened to Just Glad to Be Here like two days ago. But yeah, I could not tell you the outro if you asked.
1: Do you know who could do that though?
2: Russell. Russell. Take us out.
1: (laughs)
0: Join us next week on Just Some Guardians for Mutual Chaos and Utter Incompetency.
1: There it is. And hey, listener, look inside yourself. We all have a little Shelly in there. (laughs) Shelly! (laughs) Shelly!